0: Utah's biggest sports talk show When you're ready to talk sports All you have to do is find The Monty Show Streaming live And available 24 hours a day 7 days a week on YouTube Now it's time for the best sports talk In Utah, The Monty Show
1: My guys, what's up How the heck are you? Welcome to Beautiful Tempe, Arizona The scene of today's Criminal activity on The Monty Show Yeah I don't know if we're going to Do any criminal activity. Just thought it'd sound cool. Uh, The Monty Show, as always, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Your best injury attorneys in the business, of course, as always, The Advocates. Check them out online. You can actually chat with an attorney for free 24-7 at theadvocates.com, where they never charge you any money up front. See, all you have to do, you call The Advocates, you set up your free consultation, that's it. They do the rest of the work for you. You don't pay The Advocates until they win your case at theadvocates.com. Again, we are live in Tempe, Arizona, and beautiful to be here. It is about 9,000 degrees outside, just yeah. so uh, just so everybody's aware. Uh, Arizona's hot. Uh, it's not actually just a that, little bit. that hot here. It's probably 70-something degrees. Uh, the girls are outside on the pool deck right now. It is going to be glorious, and yet, Jake, here we are on march 13th the uh, pac-12 tournament has come and gone and there is no pac-12 tv deal mm-hmm. Surprised? not surprised where you at on this yeah
0: i mean i think every day that goes by that there's not a deal yeah we should be surprised i mean i i think that there needs to be an urgency to to get the deal done i think there needs to be you know uh so there needs to, something needs to be done like that's the reality of the situation and i think You know, it's it's kind of funny watching this process play out. Like now, you know, the stuff that we were saying two weeks ago. Now the national media is reporting. Now, like everyone's kind of come full circle on the idea that hey, maybe they're not getting forty million a year. Maybe they're not even getting thirty million a year. Oh, by the way, maybe they're not even getting twenty five million a year. And hey, maybe by the way, Amazon only wants one game a week, and ESPN's only willing to pay ten million uh, a year. Like you know, so I I just think that there's this sort of flow of information that's happened and. Now I'm just sitting here wondering, all right, well, you know, is it going to be tomorrow? Is it going to be Monday? Is it going to be a month from now? Like, I feel like that's ultimately where it's at. I I almost feel like it's sort of run
1: its course. We just don't have resolution. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer to that is, honestly, because I think everybody wants an answer today. Everybody wants an answer right now. And frankly, I just don't see that happening. And I think when you look at this situation... I think one of the the real indicators is the Utah situation. I mean, as we've told you, I feel like now for a full week, I guess it is that Utah doesn't want to leave the Pac-12. And I think they are being very, I don't know, ambitious in their efforts to keep the Pac-12 together. Uh, I think they are doing everything they can do to stay with their institutions of higher learning, if that's what you want to call it. But I don't think there is a course correction coming. I don't believe, and again, this is just my opinion, I don't believe that there's some major change coming uh, with the Big 12 and the Pac-12. I I think what you're more likely to see happen here is that they are going to announce um, that there's a new TV deal. I think it's going to be five years. I think it's going to be $22 million. Um, And I think that you're going to have trouble getting people to buy into that. I do. I think it's going to be very difficult to get a grant of rights. I think that's why there has not been an announcement as yet. Um, I have been told, and we have been told, telling you for two weeks now that um, the TV deal's done. It's not gonna change, it's not gonna get any better. The PAC-12 and its its executive directors, uh, its other presidents, um, they all know what the TV deal is. And I think they are trying to figure out their best course forward together. And I think they would like to, to to see if they can do better. I don't know that there's a way to do better because I think half of your games are going to be on stream because you're only going to have three, maybe, maybe four if you get really lucky. I think you're going to, you're likely to have three, maybe four games a week. That's it. Yeah, That's max. And, and really, at this point in the new deal, you'd only have five games a week. That's so why I say I think you're going to have three games a week. I think you're going to have one on a game of the week at Amazon, and I think ESPN and ABC are going to carry two of them. I think that's
0: it. Yeah, I mean, and that's a pretty rough spot to be in, obviously. I mean, that that's not where any conference would want to be. And and that's why I say, like, I do think there is a there is this sort of opportunity. It's just sort of like sitting around or kind of lingering for, you know, uh, and again, this is just my opinion. I want to make it really clear. I don't want to get any wires twisted here. We haven't been told anything or whatever. Like, this is my opinion. I do think there's still an opportunity for, for you know, whether it's Apple or who, who the hell ever to come in and say, okay, you know your situation. You know what ESPN wants. You know what Amazon wants, and you have like six or seven other games that are just kind of chilling. That are just like not going to be seen. That are just kind of like going to be played. But mom in you know West Virginia is not going to see her kid. You know at you know Colorado or Utah, or whatever, uh, on the tube this week or on Amazon this week or on ESPN this week. So. I do think like if I was someone sort of like a dark horse kind of, you know, uh, outlet, I might I might say, hey, yeah, like, is there is this a product we would want? Number one, because I do think that's one of the Pac-12's biggest struggles, like people just wanting their product straight up. But number two, if you do want the product, just how far would you be willing to take it? Because it kind of feels like a thing where it's like, all right, let them let them kind of sink in this deal, and then come in behind it and get a pretty steep discount like that. I, I I don't know if that ever happens, but I do think there's there could be an opportunity for that. You know, before it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I we need something to happen. If we're being totally honest, I feel like we need something to happen because. Mm-hmm. I think this is really damaging, and frankly, when you look at the at the the hierarchy now in just the NCAA tournament, who's in a better place than than the Big Twelve? Nobody. Yeah. And I think I think that's why I maintain Gonzaga is still a huge part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you look at Gonzaga basketball, I think they're going to play a critical role in the growth of the conference. Uh, be- like Gonzaga. Because I think if you if you get to Gonzaga, mm-hmm. uh, if you get Gonzaga basketball in the Big 12, I think that you're really in a place now where, it, I don't know why, if you're Arizona, who's a basketball school, why would Arizona not come to the Big 12 then? Yeah, Why would Arizona not want to come to the Big 12 at that point? I don't know. I think that's interesting. But the biggest question, and I put this out for everybody in the comments section, is who's the first domino? Who's the first one to make the move? Gonzaga. That's a, that's a huge question because, by the way, I look at a team like a Grand Canyon University. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to the the WCC at some point. Is that when Gonzaga leaves? Um, is that now that BYU's gone? I don't know. But you know, you look at Grand Canyon. They're into the they're into the tournament. That basketball program's going in the right direction. They have a phenomenal baseball program, like. What's the what are we waiting for? Yeah. You know, you look at you look at the opportunities and you look at the backfill and I think it's in place. I think teams are available. I think frankly, I think a lot of teams outside of the the 10 members of the Pac-12. I think there's a lot of teams who'd like to have this done already.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think people are a little tired of the drama. I think people are a little really. I mean, I guess the word would be uncertainty, sort of the the just sort of hanging here in the balance, like gray area, whatever, whatever term you want to use. Like, I think people are tired of, it. and I have to be honest, like it, there is definitely some fatigue on, on this conversation. And, and I almost feel like saying it's rather impressive. It hasn't been done yet. Like, I feel like, you know, obviously like George Klyavkov is in a, is in a a, a tough position, but it's a position that he's made based on the things that he said and done. And, and I think that's what I really struggle with in the whole situation is like, I know that you're not going to go out and get like you were never. I, I and I don't care who was saying it, whether whether we're talking, you know, it, people like Bill Riley initially in the very beginning of this process, saying that the pack could swing fifty million a year, mm. or or national outlets, or who the hell ever. I didn't believe they were ever getting fifty a year, but no, to, no s- chance to, to see that this conference is below thirty uh is is surprising and to see it's that shocking. it's declining it's, like, it's going the wrong direction and, it, and it's almost impressive at this point that that the schools themselves haven't just said okay we need to concede a little bit here we need to get something done and then we need to figure out what our next steps are and i think the challenge in that is that nobody wants to sign a grant of rights for five to seven years of 22 million dollars a year and then have to pay their way out when they're not making money in the first place
1: yeah, I I thought it was interesting. Uh, by the way, thank you to everybody who came to the Big Five O birthday bash on Friday night. Yes, uh, at the Maverick Center, that was phenomenal. But I thought it was interesting. What was the big topic of conversation? Mm-hmm. Uh, big Twelve expansion, mm-hmm. like that was all anybody wanted to ask me about. Um, I thought it was interesting. I saw a bunch of people asking Brand Keithy about that, like. I just think it's on the forefront of every sports fan's mind, especially those of us that that, that live in the the Big 12 and the Pac-12 conferences. Facts. You know, I I think that's what everybody's talking about. I think that's yes. what everybody's interested in. And I think the reason that you haven't seen the Pac-12 make this announcement yet is I think they don't know how quite to wrap this up. <laughs> when you're at a a financial you're in a really bad financial position. How, how do you how do you spin that? How do you stay whole? Because it's not like all these these ten members don't know what the number is. They all know what the number is. They all know what the term is. They all know what Amazon's willing to do. They all know what ESPN's willing to do at this point. I don't buy for a second. Um, you know, I saw reporting over the weekend. I want to say it was on XM that there were talks about the ACC trying to do a new deal. I, I, I just don't think that matters, right? I, I, I don't think that matters. Yeah. I think when, you, when you're when you in the position that the, the Pac-12 is in, dude, I just don't think you have any other avenue here. But the longer this goes, I think the worse it gets. Yes. So my feeling is what you need to do, you need to announce this deal if you can get a grant of rights done, by the way. <laughs> Which and is then, a huge if. Yeah, and I think you need to immediately expand. I Because I, I, I still maintain... Um, and and sources at ESPN have told us for months now, there's no way to expand this conference before a TV uh, TV deal is done, and adding a team like a an SMU or adding, unfortunately for San Diego State, adding a San Diego State is not expanding Mm -hmm. that's surviving yeah and i think that's the exact right way that i would put that it's not expanding the conference
0: it's like it's like this distinction between expanding versus backfilling like yeah sure you're adding schools to your conference but you're not expanding you're you're trying to replace something that now is gone you know the big 12 adding you know the four corner schools is an example that's expanding that's adding p5 d1 freaking money making machines into your conference. That's expansion. The Pac twelve adding San Diego State and let's say SMU, or at one point in this conversation, you know, three weeks ago now Gonzaga, like that's not really expanding. And and I think it's a really interesting point because when you look at the financials of it, those schools aren't going to bring you top tier TV money. They're just not. And 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 it's no shame to someone like san diego state at all like even now the pac-12 is an upgrade for san diego state in my opinion financially like financially there's no way to get around it's an upgrade now from a media standpoint from marketing you know from viewership okay that's kind of a different conversation i guess but i just think overall this conversation is desperate for resolution that's why you know we kind of titled today's show like sort of the state of the union because i feel like now we're getting into a place where with this conversation where it's sort of becoming a college football conversation, not just a Pac-12 conversation, because every day that goes by that the Pac-12 doesn't have a TV deal, it furthers this this idea that, that they're going to collapse, that there's going to be a vacuum effect where you're going to have a bunch of teams join the Big 12, maybe the Mountain West picks up some teams, whatever the case may be, and college football and really college athletics are going to look markedly different. And I think that, like, I honestly, like, every day that goes by that you don't get something done, there's no escaping that this is not, This is a, 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 I would say, likely, it's going to happen at some point.
1: It's just a matter of if they are able to get a deal done here now to delay it. But I look at the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. and this is why I think this matters so much. How many Pac-10 teams, of the 12 teams, how many Pac-10 teams are in the NCAA tournament? I believe it's three. USC. UCLA and Arizona yeah all three of them have talked about leaving now we know that USC and UCLA are out already but if Arizona leaves and what is I think Arizona is a two seed if Arizona is a as a two seed leaves yeah Arizona's is a, a two they've got uh, Princeton in the first round yeah um in the south if Arizona USC and UCLA are out I, I'm telling you with the prominence of basketball, and I know, that, I know that you guys are probably tired of hearing me espouse about the greatness of Brett Yormark, but you, you listen to Brett Yormark talk about basketball and then ask yourself if the three pac 12 teams that are in the NCAA tournament leave a year from now, then what? We'll explore opportunities to further monetize basketball when we go back into the market after this new TV deal. So I think everything we do from now till then it's all about value creation and how can we position ourselves to monetize basketball in all the right ways. I'm convinced we can do that. Um, the strength of our conference obviously will dictate much of that. And as I said, yeah, I think he's exactly right. I mean, you monetize basketball the way that the Big 12 is monetizing basketball and is going to monetize basketball. I, I just look at all this and I put all this into a package and I say to myself, hey, you can't afford to lose any other school. Yeah. Like, if any of these 10 schools leave the the Pac-12, I think it's over. Yep. Because I think basketball is incredibly important. And I think you look at the way Fox structured its Big 12 deal. I think you look at the way that Fox is structured and where the the real estate on the Big 10 deal went. I just think that the prominence of Alabama right now in the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. you know, you look at look at North Carolina out of the NCAA tournament refusing a bid to the NIT because it means that much to them to be ready as a basketball program next year, Yeah, right? Like you look at the way that all of these brands and institutions are prioritizing basketball. What is the Pac-12 doing? Because you've only got three teams in the tournament which is shocking.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure that you can prioritize something when you don't know what that something is at this point. You don't know what, like, yeah, sure, this year you've got a couple of teams, but again, if we wind the clocks back, back to when UCLA was a national powerhouse, a national threat, a team, you know, a a team as relevant as, you know, Gonzaga, certainly, UNC, like, they were a power, and I look back and I say, man, like, where did, where did all these schools go? Well, we yep. know where inevitably they went. I don't have to tell that story. So that's why I say, like, yeah, it's a problem. You've only got three in. But honestly, like, if if they didn't have any in, would that really be a surprise with where you are at right now? I mean, that to me, it wouldn't be that much of a surprise.
1: So like, doesn't that go back to the importance of San Diego State? What is San Diego State? A five, I think? Mm-hmm. You look at San Diego State. I mean, San Diego State is playing really good basketball. San Diego State's got a, a, a lot of momentum you know, they're, they're a five in the South against Charleston in the first round. Like, it makes you feel like San Diego State's going to win a couple tournament games. You know, and, it, and it, if that happens, and let's say they run into a Virginia, they have a chance to beat Virginia in a 4-5. Like, yes. I, I could I could see a, a San Diego State 4-5. Now, I think, yeah. I happen to think Virginia is very good. But I think if, if San Diego State wins a, a, a tournament game or two, I mean, you're making money on that, mm-hmm. and I, I, it just it goes back to the WCC with Gonzaga and and St. Mary's, and then you're the Pac-12, and you've got three teams, and all three of them have talked about leaving. Two of those three are gone already, and Arizona. I still maintain I think Arizona is one of the first teams that's going to jump. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, I don't know, it'll be interesting. Let's get your thoughts in here on The Monty Show. Of course, you know, um, please hit the like button. All 335 of you that are here right now uh, as we are live in Arizona. A lot of people are asking about why you cut the head off the piece of artwork. You know now, what? You we know, had this discussion before the show we started. Did. We did. And hater guy over here who hates art, he does not like art, he does it's not, not respect it. It's not true. Can't paint and really can't draw his own name most days. <laughs> That sounded angry. uh No, I'm kidding. You're actually a huge fan of the artwork. Why'd yeah. you cut the head off this, well, this beautiful I mean, we woman? Could've, we
0: could have gone the other way, but the thing that you guys aren't seeing behind the camera here, the beautiful Sony camera we have, there's two huge arches and like there's the, the backyard. The beautiful Sony camera and, we have here. Yeah, and there may or may not be some certain individuals tanning in the background. You know, so wanted to, you know, I felt like the artwork would be. You know a better uh a more respectful background for today's program okay but right again but
1: why'd you cut the head off of it well i mean you know our she's heads a, are more she's important be- than her head well i've got two heads though but my point is she's beautiful oh! she's beautiful and and she deserved more respect than you gave her right there Well, that's sorry, all i'm man. saying so sorry man just remember when you think about people cutting the you know the heads off of paintings um, they probably did it while they were drinking, bucked up the official energy drink of the Monty program. Hey, Monty, on a day where it's a thousand degrees in Arizona, program and Mrs. Monty refuses to turn on the air conditioning. You know, it, it, it's just so warm. It, you know, she just raises. She comes in the house and she raises the temperature. Stay hard. You know, hose and stuff. But anyway, the point is uh Bucked Up Energy is the official energy drink of the Monty show. Make sure you get to BuckedUp.com. Use the promo Monty to get 20% off your purchase at BuckedUp.com. But in the description of this here program below, there's a link to get free samples and a free shaker cup. And I say it every day. I've got the shaker cup right here. Yes, it made the roadie. Of course it did, because it is the single greatest shaker cup ever. And I'm telling you, go get it right now for free in the link below. You get three free samples from Bucked Up. It's in the description. I would tell you try the pre-workout because the pre-workout is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. It's nice and level. You don't get blown up by it. I I hate those pre-workouts that make you shake and your face melts off and you go to the gym and people are wondering if you're a psychopath. That's not the way- As you can see, there's not much hope for you left. Works and stuff. I don't know. I have a little Arizona energy, I guess. I slept really well last night. Yeah. Anyway, the point yeah. is, the point is, get the free samples. I love their electrolyte drinks. I really like their BCAs. Their peach ring BCAs. Amazing. Bomb. You can get all those samples and a free shaker of your choice. The colors, all that stuff in the link below. Let's get your uh, thoughts in here today on the show. Uh, let's see. The show. Grow. Who's in first? C. Kaufman. What's up, first says, hey, guys, uh, have a great program. Yeah. To which Cowboy cowboy Rev, who's a member, says, uh, well, that's a given. See, yeah, I mean, our greatness is a given. Uh, I don't think, I mean... Uh, what's a given? Uh, what we? Well, my greatness. Right, your greatness. Uh, is, you know, I'm just
0: a casual. I mean, is a
1: given. Yeah, yeah. Well, we you cut know. the heads off artwork. Right. I mean, it, it's fine. He's just a hack. You know, I mean, it's it's fine. Right. Uh, appreciate that, Raptor88. What's up with you? LV Seminole, also a member. I wonder what George Klyavkov's spirit animal is. What would you say, a skunk? A pig? Maybe a farting frog. A raccoon? A raccoon. All right, I thought that was Aaron Rodgers' spirit animal. I, yeah. Coming out of the garbage dumpster. Yeah. By the way, a little breaking news in the National Football League today. So you guys may have heard that Jimmy Garoppolo, the walking Jimmy G, uh, the walking uh, orthopedic surgery patient, um signed with the now Las Vegas Raiders today. Mm-hmm. Um 49ers replace him with Sam Darnold from the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Sam Darnold signs a deal with the, uh, San Francisco 49ers day. You like that move? Uh, I mean, it's okay. I mean,
0: I think you needed to end the Jimmy G era whenever you could. I I think it was just time and it's no, for me, it's no shade against Jimmy G. I just think it was time. And I think that, you know, this Brock Purdy ulnar collateral ligament situation needs, needs to get handled. I mean, you can't have, like, I think people just take for granted that Tommy John surgery in the national football league is just going to get done. and It's going to be fine. I got news for you, throwing a baseball is totally different than throwing a football. It, it may be, it may have a similar impact on that ligament, but it is a different motion altogether. When you talk about accuracy, when you talk about touch, when you talk about the ability to, you know, throw a, a, a frozen rope 40 yards down the yeah. seam versus, you know, lofting it out over the running back in the flat. Like, there's a lot that goes into throwing a football at the NFL level, obviously. And, and that would be my concern if I was a 49er fan. Like, yeah, sure, cool. Sam Darnold's our backup. Like, we're on from Jimmy G. Awesome. Whatever. Like, cool. I don't even care about that. What I care about is can Brock Purdy get healthy and be even 90% of the guy he was? Because if he can be, I think you have a
1: real shot to have a guy that can be there for a minute. Yeah, but I think Sam Darnold brings some calm. He brings some level. Mm -hmm. He's not spectacular. He's probably not a guy. Hell, he went to USC. They don't win. USC quarterbacks don't win games in the NFL. It's a reality. But he's a guy who can be a hold you over. Mm -hmm. And, hey, maybe if Purdy's going to miss six months, um, you know, he just had surgery last week, so let's call it September. If he's back in October maybe or whatever, Sam Darnold can absolutely bridge the gap there. Yeah. He's probably not a guy that's going to carry you. But, again, and we'll talk about this in football, 50 and 30 minutes uh, presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza Um, the the 49ers, I think, have won the day. Right. I mean, the moves that the 49ers have made today, my God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Preston, how the heck are you? Happy Monday, casuals. That's a great show. Jake and Monty enjoy spring training. We will appreciate that. Uh, Billy Moton says, Breaking news, Pac-10 deal will be picked up by the History Channel because they will be history. See, so it'll be on, they're just going to show, like, past games. Yeah, they're they're gonna be on Nat Geo before we know it. Yeah. Nature is metal. Uh (laughs) come on now. Uh let's see. Uh Mike Chase, who won the TV. Mike Chase oh, won yeah, the that's TV. Right. That's right. a TV, dude, dude.
0: That's a nice ass TV too. I must say, fifty inch
1: TV, fifty inch smart
0: TV can get every single one game a week of Pac twelve football you'd like. Okay,
1: thank you, R.T. Willie, for that. Hey, Monty, have a great show. Happy Monday, everyone. Birthday bash was fun. Thanks for the tickets. You're welcome. Let's go, Curtis D three sixteen Utah trying to save the Pac twelve doesn't sound very good. They can't force a good contract if there isn't one offered. Well, well, and I, I want to make this clear. I'm not saying that the the Utes are doing everything they can do. I think what Utah is telling the Big Twelve is, "Hey, we're just not there yet. We're not ready to. We're not ready to make that move." Mm-hmm. I think Utah is, and I don't necessarily understand it. I think Utah is happy to support wherever the Pac-12 is going. Right. I think that feels like the right verbiage to me, and I, I still don't fully understand um why utah is acting the way they are because i think they'd be a valued member of the big 12. i think they would you'd be one of the better you know educational institutions you would have a chance to you know rise the tide which raises all ships Mm -hmm. like i mean you have all of that opportunity you would clearly be one of the contenders at the top of the conference like you would make more money i don't understand this the, the delay but i know we've talked about this every day on the show but i just don't understand what the delay is there yeah. I, I really don't C. kaufman says i wonder if mgm is taking a bet on the pac-12 if the pac-12 ends i i they take bets on everything <laughs> yeah. so i would think they would yeah like do you think five years from now the pac-12 is here
0: uh no i, I mean i don't think in this form I, I i think that people hear hey the pac-12 is burning down and they think it just evaporates. I don't think it evaporates what I what I think it could turn into. I mean, there's obviously a couple options. I definitely think it's a real possibility that they're no longer a P5 when it's all said and done. Maybe they're a group of five or, you know, whatever it looks like. But but I also think that there's a real possibility that, you know, you you look at the pack and, and it's uh, it, it's just a small, you know, academic focused league. You know, and and from an athletic standpoint, it's no longer relevant. The college football playoff isn't a thing for the pack, like the tournament, none of that. Like, you're you're much more like, just to use an analogy, like you'd be much more of the mindset of like a Stanford who doesn't really care as much about athletics as they do about education. Again, number three in the country, I think it was, is that stat we gave out. So, you know, I I could see the pack becoming that. And I only say that because we know what their mindset is. And I think, you know, when you look at the landscape nationally, I, I think there's a... I don't think I know for a fact there is a hunger to expand for the conferences that are successful. There is a hunger to expand for the conferences that have the means and the and the and the money, you know, and and I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. It's a classic life situation like, hey, if you have the money and you have good leadership, you're going to be successful. And. The Big 12 doesn't have as much money as the SEC uh, or certainly the Big 10, but they still have enough money to pick up teams. They still have enough money to be yeah. a viable path forward for bigger brands that are still stuck in the pack. And And that's the thing that I think we need to be saying. Like, for me, they're stuck in the pack because you can't tell me if, if Oregon had an offer sheet on the table that said Big 10, $50 million a year, you know, full ride, whatever, that they wouldn't take that thing and run with it. I just don't. I just don't believe it yeah and, i have a problem believing that and and i do think to what you've been saying you said all last week like nothing's going to come out in this until the tournament's over totally agree you can't have anything coming out while the
1: tournament basically your biggest event of the year is going on that's just not good business yeah i, I don't know how you would justify making that move or making that announcement that doesn't make that doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. to me that you would um that you would do that before the tournament is over. I mean, you're not going to take attention away from the premier event in, in all of college athletics. I mean, especially in basketball. And again, I, I just think you make so much money on it. It doesn't make a lot of sense that that you would do that. Uh, Mr. Tinfoil Man <laughs> says, hi, everyone. Hello. Well, hello, Mr. Hello. Tinfoil Man. Hello, uh, Jay Chapman uh who is clearly an sec fan says basketball is a sport for schools that can't get it done on the gridiron well that might be true but they're all making money on it well and you notice that the
0: sec is taking basketball more seriously now i mean obviously with what alabama is doing this year i mean you 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 start to understand that hey like it's kind of funny and, and i'm not insinuating they're cheating or anything but but if you think about it it's funny how nil came along Uh, Nick Saban was really successful for however long it's been. You get uh, a fresh coaching staff, what, a year ago, I think it was, or two seasons ago, Alabama had had some coaching turnover, and now NIL comes along, and all of a sudden, you're relevant. And again, it goes back to this idea that I keep talking about. Hey, you have money, you have people at your school. They may be in other sports, other areas, but they know how to
1: win, and they know how to win through NIL. By the way, what have we heard consistently about Utah? Utah's not good at NIL. Yeah. Right? Like The the conference, the Pac-10 as a whole, Mm -hmm. is not good on NIL. Like, it's just not something to me anyway Mm -hmm. where I feel like it's a difference maker. In the SEC, I think, obviously, you're great at NIL. I think in the Big Ten, you have schools that are really good. I think it's hit or miss. But you have a lot of money flowing in. In the Big Mm -hmm. 12, I, I think, again, the Big 12 is one of the... Is one of the best NIL conferences in the country. Yeah, so I, I think it is in place. I don't understand the schools that don't want to leverage NIL. I don't understand Utah because it's in our backyard. Yeah, I don't understand why nobody is spearheading NIL stuff. They have, I'll tell you, like trying to get Brant Keithy to come to our event was like pulling teeth mm-hmm. because you got to go through a website. The football people can't help you. The you know the the communications people can't help you yeah. and. You got to go through a website that none of the guys ever look at. So mm-hmm. they miss opportunities. And it's just like, good Lord, man. Yeah. Like, I'm really trying to understand why the Pac 12 isn't better at this. Well, and you have Wit, you know, doing interviews,
0: uh, not recently. I mean, what was that, probably six, eight weeks ago at least now, where, you know, last time he spoke on NIL, like, he didn't really have a lot of nice things to say about it. And and, and, and that's cool that that's Witt's opinion. I respect the guy. Like he's obviously done a hell of a job at Utah for however many years has been now. But I think that there's this conversation around the idea that, Hey, like, yeah, just cause NIL wasn't uh, around for, you know, what, 90% of Witt's tenure so far, or really 90% of his entire coaching career all the way back to his 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 early inception years at lower levels of coaching. Like, just because it wasn't around then doesn't mean that it's not around now. Like, it's just something that's come onto the scene, and yep. you have to take advantage
1: of it. Yep, totally agree. Tim B says, good afternoon, love the show. No, Tim, the show loves you. That's right. Uh, Colton Bitton says, hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Good to see you, Colton. Uh, Andrew H says Reebok for the wind. You mean the uh, Reebok logo on the long sleever here? Yes. Trying yeah. to be a responsible, yeah. sun dwelling individual. Yes, yeah, so you're, you're, you're. Unlike usually, my wife, yeah. who's outside getting sun kissed. Just walks in here like she's at some resort or something. Wait, we on vacation? Oh, uh, David Sebesta says it's 77 degrees and freezing. Right? Yeah,
0: dude, seriously. Like, I don't know what we're, I don't know how we can work in these conditions. I will
1: say, we lived in Arizona for something like five years and I hated every second of it. And now that we're back in Arizona, I totally understand why I don't miss Arizona. But I will also Bro. say, I will also say, Hey, man, ain't no love lost between me and then. Anyway, I will say the warm weather, the feeling, the heat from the sun. Oh, it's it's amazing. I feel like we have had a lifetime of winter in Jutta. Yeah. I feel like the great state of Jutta. And you're not
0: the only one saying that. There are a lot of people saying, hey, it's been a
1: long robust winter we came over the hill into arizona and as we got down into even like when we were when we were up um oh my god the mountains
0: sedona sedona
1: when we were just outside of sedona or above sedona yeah where everybody goes skiing here flagstaff flagstaff good lord damn
0: god that arizona sun is messing with you bro here do you need me do you need me to knock on the door for you
1: god can you hear me god if you're oh hi hi god good to see you ma'am um if i could please get some like memory could you stop just...
2: crying like a little girl
1: i mean suppositories is fine man uh anyway the point is uh <laughs> when we rolled in the uh, flagstaff there's snow on the ground but you can feel the sun yes in beaming. utah i feel like it's been so cold that you just you don't even feel the sun oh and it's
0: really interesting too not to get too far off track but like you can like for me like I can feel the difference in in altitude with how the sun like when you're in Salt Lake you're at 4,500 feet usually give or take a couple hundred feet when you're in the Salt Lake Valley yeah and when you roll up in the valley on a sunny day you can really you can kind of feel the sun here you're
1: much lower in elevation but the sun just like bakes your car dude it like eats. it's crazy yeah by the way like your my my knee doesn't hurt anymore like no dude nope. I love it. Low pressure. I love it. man. love uh, Mr. Tinfoil Man says, "Welcome to Arizona. Good to be back, sort of. Not really." Dib says, "Good afternoon, all. Opening day is getting closer. Go, go Cubs! Go Cubs!" Uh, Keaton Critchlow says, hey Monty. "Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Good to see you guys." Uh, Brandon Butler says, "Georgia is uh, Georgie is a sloth. Back to the spirit animal of George Klyavkov. He's a sloth." Yeah, I, I, I. Like wouldn't he be a turtle cuz he's always in his shell like trying to hide from what the he other See
0: there it's a, it's a shell dude. and a turtle and he's always in his shell like see what he
1: did. Oh god.
0: Not Tony J Okay Altimore. so okay. So we put him in timeout last week to allow him to change his name and he still hasn't done it. Still has not done it.
1: Like we really don't like blocking people but damn dude. Dude you got to take not Tony dude, J Altmore if you want to be here. If you want to be here not Tony J Altimore, you can't have
0: Like just change it to not Mike or like not Steve. Yeah, or not
1: Tony Tony J Altom. Yeah, like put you know like yeah, like just change your name, dude. I'm I'm just telling you, I don't want to I don't want to do it, but but I I I will do it. And you know it's
0: 2:35
1: Pacific time. I will give you till
0: 45 past to change your name. And if you don't change your name, you're getting blocked. It is what it is. I mean,
1: it's just to me, it it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Um you can't and the only thing that gets you blocked on our channel is if you impersonate other people. Yeah, can't have it. I thought we made that pretty clear. You know. But all right, but that's just me. All Next right, couple comment. more comments. Uh cuz I do want to get to the NFL. Uh oh, Jacob Reed. Boy. Hey. Let me let me uh let me Where pull is it is out it? here. Here we go. Okay, did you just say you're going to pull it out? Let's go. Jake the newest member yeah.
0: of the channel. Who's gifting today? Who's starting Monday off the right way? Yeah, here? come it's, on. Are, dude. are we
1: are we gifting today or? Or is is that what we're doing? No, just he signed up okay. on his own, and okay. I'll put the link. Our memberships start as low as a dollar ninety nine a month. They go all the way up to ten ninety nine a month for at the at the or excuse me at the ten dollar level nine ninety nine a month. You get into our members only uh, Instagram chat where we put in all of our exclusive information. It really is a fantastic community. At a dollar ninety nine, you get shouted out on the show like behind
0: the scenes content in the Instagram group. Like it's all what you
1: want. It's all what you want. Uh, C.J. Vance says, "Afternoon, guys. Wow, the pullout is back. Yeah, you've got to. Jay, Jay, Jay. What? What's the? I, I don't this
0: understand This is a the family problem, show.
1: You've got to stop talking well, about pulling it well, out.
0: I'm sorry, man.
1: I'm just talking I about mean, the
0: NFL Jeff time. Like, I don't, I don't know what the issue is. Dude, <laughs> and, you,
1: and you wonder why you're a virgin. Well, like, you wonder why you have not procreated with." you know you fucking donkey well donkeys too but that's up to you look listen know, man nobody's gonna judge you sir nobody's gonna judge you yeah i know but you know stay out of prison and stuff uh court mcmullen says 45 crazy. days to the nfl draft indeed yeah dude indeed. isn't it crazy how fast like february to june goes by and now jeremy callahan is spelling pole p u l l okay uh you know mike p says uh drops out for harambee (laughs) wow you guys did we really just have a oh excuse me a harambee drop on this did you really just pull out harambee wow my god my god cj vance says glad to have this show no the show's glad to have you you know uh jeff johnson says Monty deserves to be a grandpa jake yeah please well, Please. I don't know what Let's you want go. me to do, bro. Just like, start, I'm working just, on it, bro. Just, just start throwing that Please. stuff everywhere and hope for the best. Maybe somebody will dilly dilly. fall in a puddle. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess, dude. I guess. <laughs> Can you do something for me? I mean, I don't know what you want me to say to that. I'm working on it.
1: By the way, I got a prank call today. I got like a spam caller. <laughs> you might be eligible for the employee tax credit. We had some fun with that guy. Yeah. I do it. I, you have to give me, you have to give like Mrs. Monty Hounds. I means she's like, you're wasting your life with those guys. You should just hang up and block them because every time you answer, you know, every time they answer, you answer a spam call, they know that you'll answer and then they're just going to keep calling you back. I don't give a big spot. but it is so much fun to like, Hey, yeah, Tad, Steven. Yeah. What's your go-to? Yeah. Explain your go-to real quick, real quick. When I get a spam yeah. call and there's actually like a human being there, I'll be like, Hello. And it's usually like, oh, hey, man, did you know that you're eligible to lower your credit card percentage rates on your rectally inserted business card? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, tell me about it, bro.
0: Okay, so how many
1: employees do you have in your business? I have 31. And what do each of those employees do? Well, my one guy, Rodney, he's on parole. Um, he had an incident back in high school she was you know she was 15. that was there's nothing he could do but Rodney wraps lures for me and I mean he wraps it up good and is your business profitable yeah oh well yeah we made 10 million dollars last last year You're casual you know so do I get those employee tax credits well what are you Click. guys? what do you guys do <laughs> well we the name of our business is tad Stevens bait and tackle we're the number one bait maker in the country you and they'll be like okay what's your email address and i'll be like go me <laughs> yourself at gmail.com and that's yes, you usually did. yes you did that's usually what i'll get them but if they don't fall for that one i'll be i'll change my voice back to my normal voice and be like hey dude how long are we going to do this until you <laughs> figure it out i'm just messing with uh, uh, and then usually they hang up yeah so and that was the case today and i loved it I loved every minute of it. Do you my guys wife,
0: play the prank call game in the comments? Do you guys do that? Do you answer the phone knowing it's a prank call or it's a spam call? My you're wife like, hates All it, right. I do it.
1: My wife can. She just says, will you just hang up? We have, we have productive lives to live. Well, so. There you go. Yeah, but it's fine. I actually enjoy it. Uh, let's see. Uh, essay says somewhere, someplace, a girl can be heard muttering, Jake is no John Holmes, but he'll do. Do you know who John Holmes is? Why do we do this? Do you know who John Holmes no, is? No, dude. You don't know who Why John- Why would
0: I know who John
1: Holmes is, bro? Just think, go look at the banana that's- on Hey, cool. banana. That'll tell you who John Holmes is. He's, okay. a, he's like a, an adult performer like back in the 50s. Come on. What? Come on. Everybody knows who John Holmes is. Okay. Well, I guess I'm not everybody, you know. Uh, Mr. Preston says I answer every spam call. I spent uh, fluent Span- I speak fluent Spanish. I always speak Spanish and then always hand up, hang up. Okay, I like it. McKinley Cutler says I play the random text game. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot Hunter says I call spammers back and spam them. <laughs> See, yeah, I can't do it. We used to, but you know. Um. Whoa. Hey now. Uh, D'Anthony Saltman Saltmores Klyovkov pranks, prank calls I on TV See now <laughs> This is our guy That's well done right there dude This is our guy The not TJ whatever the guy's name was Yeah He's now created a new account He's back on the show
0: Oh see thank you dude See now the guy deserves credit Now we can all support you positively That's a yeah. great comment right there
1: D'An- D'Anthony Saltmore Okay okay, I'm good with that You know You know. I'm good. Uh, Matt Ritson says, I tell spammers this 1,000 call. Thank you. Okay. Keaton Critchlow. Yes, I always answer and then tell them just a second every couple of minutes or so. And after a few minutes, they get really mad and hang up. (sighs) Okay. I just prefer to mess with them. That
0: has a lot of potential. Just a
1: second. You make a bunch of of noises in the background. Just, Just hang on, dude. Just hang on. All right. 241 on the Monty Show today we open NFL free agency and it has been a doozy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really interested at your level of, of passion about NFL free agency. Like, are you into it? I'm totally into it. Like I mean, today's like Christmas for me. I love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it helps the sports world. Certainly. I mean, am I, am I into it? Yeah. I'm into it. Cause I have to be into it. I'm not into it. Cause I want to be wow. into it. Like I think, You know, I mean, we we can talk about how much better, like, the Bears offensive line got. We can talk about the fact that the Niners, you know, they got better, in my opinion. They got better? Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: what? The 49ers won the Super Bowl today. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. essentially, if we're truth-telling, the San Francisco 49ers won the Super Bowl today. It's not a matter of... You just think they got better. like
0: Yeah, okay. I think they got better. The problem for them still remains quarterback. I mean, that's great that you added, Sam. That's great that you have Brock Purdy. Like, that's fine. But I think you you still have to figure out, is Brock a viable quarterback? I, I And it has nothing to do with whether, whether, you know, he performed well in the past. Like, I need to know, is the UCL okay?
1: Is it going to be all right? Yeah. Uh, I think bringing Kevin Givens back is a minor move. But you look at some of the other moves that the 49ers made today. Um, I think Javon Hargrave is a massive signing for mm-hmm. them. I think he is, in my opinion, I think Javon Hargrave was the best available defensive tackle. Um, 11 sacks last year, 16. 16 quarterback pressures last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think 16. that was an area of their team that really struggled last year. I, I, I think, you know, you if you watched, And I'm not going to sit here and say I watched every snap of 49er football last season, but it's no secret. It's not reinventing the wheel to say that, hey, they really struggled to get in the backfield. And a lot of those struggles of getting into the backfield, rather than getting run on, which leads to you getting pat, like it just, it causes
1: a lot of problems. So, you know, that move, yeah, I would agree is a smart move. I I just think it's fantastic. I think you add him to that defense, and now I think that takes a lot of pressure off of Bosa. Mm -hmm. I think it allows those linebackers to fly around a lot more. Um, I think it makes I, I mean it makes that entire defense a lot more lethal. I and yeah. I say to anybody in the NFC West, good luck. Because well, I, I just don't know how you're gonna block I don't care who your offensive line is, how are you gonna block those four guys? Yeah, you're not.
0: You're not. And that's why it's a brilliant move. I, I, I also think that, you know, in the big picture for the 49ers, like, yeah, you're gonna struggle to block them, but I also think that when we talk about the health of their roster, like, do we really are are we ready to move on from injury prone McCaffrey mentally like are we willing to say hey this guy can play a full season now because he played a full season now I, I'm not sure like it, Instinctually in my gut. I don't really feel comfortable saying that I I if if he comes out in the first eight weeks and looks amazing and And has no problems and is just rolling along then yeah I'll probably be willing to say that but but I, I just have this fear of like hey, we're gonna we're gonna be two weeks out from the start of camp And it's going to be, oh, Brock Purdy's arm is still experiencing, you know, some soreness and we're going to have to shut him down for camp. And it's going to be Sam Darnold's job. And then McCaffrey is going to sprain his knee in camp or in a preseason game, let's say, or whatever. Like, you can kind of see how, like, they're getting better. These are really good moves. I totally agree. But you can also see the volatility in their roster at really important spots. And that's what makes you nervous about them.
1: Look, listen to their defensive front. Ebucom, Hargrave, Armstead, Bosa, Greenlaw, Warner, and Alshire, bro. Like, what are you going to do with... I don't care if... If my wife is their quarterback, they're winning the Super Bowl. It's over. Unless they have like tremendous defensive injuries, it's over. We said
0: that last year that they were a great defensive team.
1: But they never, they didn't have a quarterback. They still don't. And by the way, losing McGlinchey to Denver, I don't know why McGlinchey signed with Denver, but hey, knock yourself out, kid. It, you know what else it does? It frees them up to really address their their offensive line and their offensive issues in the draft. Mm-hmm. I love what the San Francisco 49ers did today, and I hate saying that because I am no fa- no fan of the San Francisco 49ers, but adding Darnold and then that defensive front, and mm-hmm. it gives you the opportunity. And by the way, they still have all kinds of weapons on offense. I, I just think the 49ers are, are head and shoulders better right now today than they were at any point last year i would agree any with point, that. more prepared yeah. to win
0: yeah i would agree with that i i just and i know i keep saying it but the, the quarterback thing just worries me that's the only thing it one if it if, if brock comes back and he's good to go and he looks like you know like i said 90 because i don't ever believe you get tj in the nfl and all of a sudden you're the same guy i just think it's a different it's a different sport like in major league baseball cool. Dude. Guys get, like, literally pitchers will throw harder after Tommy John surgery because they have a fresh ligament in there. But I don't know that that's the case in football.
1: Do you like Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders? Because I love it. I think it is, for that team, it's the right move. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you look at, at Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo. They have history together in New England. Yeah. That's obviously a comfortable fit. They like each other. They know each other. It's the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. But here are my questions. As much as I like the fit, is Jimmy Garoppolo a better quarterback than Derek Carr? No. And I don't think he is. I think mm-hmm. it's like for like. I, I, I think the biggest issue, and Glenn in our subscriber group today on Instagram talked about this specifically, and I thought he did a great job with it. I think Derek Carr had no support in, in Oakland slash Las Vegas. Right. Didn't have a lot of weapons. Didn't have offensive line. Consistently struggled to to produce jimmy garoppolo with largely the same setup are you going to be a better team obviously jacobs is still a stud you got to keep him healthy right obviously you've got adams outside obviously you're gonna have to upgrade that offensive line because you can't tell me the raiders signed jimmy garoppolo without some thought for how are we going to protect him yeah but it's a matter of time with jimmy garoppolo he's not playing all 17 He's not, he's just not, Mm -hmm. you know, that for a fact, he's why the San Francisco 49ers didn't go to the Super Bowl this year. Because remember how good he was, how good was he through the guts of the season? My God, Jimmy Garoppolo looked like the dude. Yeah. Oh, and then guess what? He got hurt. Water's wet. Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the season.
0: And that's why I say like that concept right there on its own means that it's just an average signing because there's so much risk in it, because yeah. you can, like, again, like, the point you made there is spot on. Hey, you sign this guy knowing that you're going to have to sign more offensive linemen, that you're going to have to protect him, But but even if you do protect him, that's the thing with the NFL. It's one hit. It's one play, and that's why, like the Dolphins, signing Mike White, Brilliant signing, dude. Really smart. You know, Mike White with the Jets was a guy who came in and got the job done when Zachy Pooh flamed out and he looked pretty solid,
1: but not probably, probably not a number one,
0: probably not a number one, but I think they don't necessarily need a number one. They're not in a place where they want to replace Tua yet. And for me, like we can have the conversation about whether they should or shouldn't be. The reality is they're not clearly and it's really sad what tua has gone through and it's really unfortunate that tua is just a guy who i think is more prone to head injuries like it just it just is what it is i don't think he's done anything wrong It's just how it's worked out for him. So knowing that he's probably only going to play, you know, what, put the over under at eight games every season, knowing that he's going to play less than half your season basically every year, you know you need to have a secondary option. And I think Mike White is affordable, can get the job done for you when you ask him to. And if he can do that, then you know, okay, if we have a good Band-Aid while Tua is out and then Tua comes back, we're, we're going to be in a great spot. I haven't even talked about Jalen Ramsey yet. So that's why I say I think Miami's doing it right. I think the, the, the Raiders made the right move signing Jimmy G. But again, it all comes back to injury. It all comes back to who's got to make the play when you need the play made.
1: This might be the single greatest comment we've ever had anybody pay us $10 to put on the screen. Okay. When a spam or telemarketing or scam call comes in, I answer it, Sisters of Mercy Whorehouse. They always hang up. But, oh, but wait, there's more. They always hang up and never call back. By the way, I bought some bucked up at Walmart after you guys mentioned it. <laughs> well, thank you. Dude.
0: <laughs> Bro i'm a hall of fame (laughs) dude that's a goat comment right there somebody
1: gift michael wall a membership because that's some hall of fame material yeah bro that is a goat sisters of mercy whorehouse bro wow and then you went to walmart and bought some bucked up i love it correct the what else am i supposed to even say to that i i don't know what else i would say to that besides dude You guys, buy Bucked Up. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Hey, Monty. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY. You can always get it at Walmart. Um, You can always get free samples in the description of this here show below. Just click the link. It says free sample link. Mm -hmm. Pick your three samples. Pick the color combination of your shaker cup. And then listen to football at 50, 10 to the hour, every, every, every hour. End of the hour, every hour on the money Show. Football at 50, presented by our friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. You guys, you guys, I am so ready for some marinara meatballs. It's been too long. Yeah. Right? Now, uh, our ladies, our lady friends here at uh, Casa Day Vacation House in Arizona are making amazing, like, chicken thing, Shredded Mexican chicken food. chicken and, and, and veggies stuff. and stuff but we may have to get some marinara meatball, man. Like, yeah. I, I am ready. If you haven't had the marinara, marinara meatball, get your phone out, whip it out. Jake, yeah, yeah. take it easy. Sorry, my
0: bad, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry,
1: pull it out, pull yeah. out your phone, Yeah. download the Papa Murphy's mobile app, use the promo code MONSI25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 more. And then there's Aaron Rodgers because how can we talk? Can I, what, you side. What's the matter? We were going to talk about Aaron Rodgers
0: on Friday, and then we got too hung up in the fact that you guys added 150 new members to the program on Friday that, you know, we didn't get to talk about Aaron Rodgers and, you know, taking a dump after taking ayahuasca. Taking and a And now dump. Buddy had to come out with, uh, you know, uh, uh, who was it? Can't remember, can't remember dude's Some name. Some guy on a Some podcast. Some guy on a podcast. And, uh, you know, like, and, uh, I just, I'm... Before we play this stuff, I'm so sick and tired of Aaron Rodgers, dude. I just just signed the deal. Like Trey Wingo tweeting today that it's sources say it's done to the Jets. Like, cool, man. Like, just get it done. Let's be done with it. Move it along. This is why all the people who hate Tom Brady, I say, go kick sand. Tom Brady
1: never did this, dude. Wait, you're trying to, you can't compare. Tom Brady never put us through this drama, dude. Not only do you not know who John Holmes is, not only have you never seen the Godfather Father, you're trying to compare tb12 and aaron Rodgers in free agency and how they handle it yes okay here's aaron Rodgers talking about crapping yourself on ayahuasca
2: you know i think there's so many uh myths and rumors about it the the fear around it is you're going to shit yourself it's just a big throw-up fest it's you know all these both not completely untrue right but all these the, but the negative framework sure. of it is that that is the experience, not the deep and meaningful and crazy uh, mind-expanding possibilities. And also deep...
1: Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I thought you said... The misinformation around crapping yourself on ayahuasca. And yeah. then the host of the show is like, Well, that's not totally untrue. And you're like, Oh, yeah, no, you're right. It's not totally untrue. But if we only talk about crapping ourselves, we don't get to the deep mind healing on, self dude. love that come comes. On. But wait, does the deep mind healing self love come from crapping yourself come or on. the ayahuasca? Because I got to tell you, as somebody who's crapped myself, I've never loved myself less than the moment I crapped myself. Dude. So come I'm on. wondering if. If the ayahuasca Let if i drink right. if i drink the ayahuasca will that undo the self-loathing from me crapping myself from, but I would do it again. From
0: So let me get this right. You drink the ayahuasca, then, you get high and you hallucinate. Do you, do you, you come back yourself. down from the, the hallucination then crap yourself? Wait, or are you hallucinating you, that
1: you crapped yourself or right, did it actually right. happen?
0: And by the way, if you crap yourself during the hallucination, do you know you crapped yourself during the hallucination or do you wake up the next morning and you're like, damn, I regret this because decision.
1: Because if a wild bear craps himself on ayahuasca in the woods and nobody's there, are they drinking ayahuasca? I'm just curious. That's one of the weirdest sound bites I've ever heard. But it it is not nearly as awkward as as Brandon Marshall walking at a clinic for kids with Aaron Rodgers, who then refuses to answer his question.
2: How was it meeting Woody Johnson? How was that meeting? Oh, that was that was you yeah, know it's, it's always interesting meeting important figures in the sport. Um, yeah, it's always interesting. That's all I'm giving. I'm just there now. That's all okay. I'm giving. Hey, Rock. Little bit but chemistry
3: back. here. What we doing, A hey, Rod? <laughs> Stay
2: tuned. Stay tuned. How Stay long we gotta
1: wait?
2: Well, I think it won't be long.
0: Come on. Dude. That's all I'm gonna give you. Come on.
1: It's always nice to meet famous, schemer, powerful people. Dude. It's always nice to meet famous, powerful people in sports, and that's all I'm gonna give you. That's it. And he's like, "Come on, make history." And Aaron's like, "Nah, dude, not a." Then do You're that just a scammer, Aaron Rodgers bro. Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show is where I'll make history.
0: Yeah, I guess. I'm just tired of this guy, dude. Like, again, you can criticize me for comparing him to Tom. Tom never did this, dude. Peyton Manning never did this. Like, none of the greats ever did this, and that's why this guy's not great, dude. We we don't have to wonder. It's dude. not
1: that he's doing this. It's that it's every year. It's just so tired. every year we're wondering if Aaron Rodgers, or now we got to wait, and he's, you know, like the SWAT team is outside of, of Lambeau Field like, look at LeBron because he's decision, holding him dude. hostage.
0: Like, Bron did the decision one time, and that's it. And every single time he's moved teams, it's been very quick, yeah. very orderly. We haven't had to wonder, and we're good. Like, I just... I just, I don't know. I, I get tired of him. It, you know what burns me out? I get to see Brandon Marshall. I get to see Aubrey Marcus. I get to see Pat McAfee. I get to see Joe Rogan. Like, I get to see all these different people talking to Aaron Rodgers about the same thing. And it allows him the opportunity to give basically a non answer 10 different ways and keep himself in the news cycle. And I get why that would matter to Aaron Rodgers, but I just, I just burned out on it, man. I'm just burned out on it. It, want it to be done.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I just think it's one of those deals where you just got to move on. Uh, let's see. Mike P says, one ring, a couple of MVPs. Is he even a Hall of Famer? Oh, yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Is he an all-timer? No, he's not. No, he's not. But he, yes, exactly, Henry. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's nothing to even think. And I'm a Bears fan, and I hate the guy. And he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Do you think Rodgers is a standard lean guy? Oh, he's a leaner. There's no. Although, I will say, for a guy who craps himself in the woods, he probably wipes with a poison ivy leaf. So at that point, you can't lean. You got to squat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're I would think so. Provo Cougar fan, who's a member of the program, says the cable satellite companies, he could add the different streaming options of many sports channels to their list of available channels. Win-win okay i I don't know what aaron Rodgers is doing with adding his own channel to to, eh, you know uh mr tinfoil live says hit the like button yeah let's go we've had well over a thousand views today we have a hundred likes yeah let's go hit the hit the like button that'd be great aaron Rodgers does he go to the jets yes yeah i agree
0: yeah i think it's a two-year deal one year guaranteed second year's an option
1: Yeah, I don't think there is any doubt he's going to the Jets. Yeah. I don't know why if you're Aaron Rodgers, you wouldn't go to the Jets and then with your $59 million, you guys, he's going to make $59 million and he can afford marinara meatballs. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara.
0: Papa Murphy's, that's meatballs?
1: Oh, Oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara?
2: And how do you do it, Dad?
1: How do I do it?
0: How do I do it?
2: Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered in tangy,
0: tangy marinara. marinara.
2: That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And
0: don't forget the meatballs.
1: Order now at papamurphy's.com. Two. Yeah, we have an extension cord there, too, and stuff. <laughs> Use the promo code monti 25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. At Papa Murphy's Pizza download the Papa Murphy's app. It's super easy. Um, you put it on your phone, you can order at 5am and that way then you can just go ahead and, uh, set it for a 5 30 PM pickup. We yeah. do that all the time. <clears throat> well, we used to before you trapped me in the doing afternoons.
0: I didn't trap you into doing anything. You forced me. No, no, I did not. By the way, how have
1: afternoons been great? I think they've been awesome. I think they have been awesome. You yeah. can leave it outside the window. The, the girls were using our house cleaners to uh, hook up a fan. <laughs> it's okay. I never want to have sex again. Anyway, the point is with the. Po- <laughs> um, oh,
0: my God.
1: So we're in a rental house in Arizona, and apparently the air conditioning is not coming on right now, or they don't want it well, to it's, come on. Well, the problem is, is it's locked at 70. And in it's Phoenix... It's
0: locked at 70. Yeah, you, you can't go below 70 in this house.
1: Yeah. What a yeah. dick. Are yeah. you serious? You can't go below. <laughs> God.
0: God. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me help you out here. Let me. So let me get this
1: right. Hang my on, wife, who is terrible at choosing movies, but every movie we say we watch together that sucks wins like all the Oscars. Perfect. That's oh my fan placement. Yes. I like it. Yes. So my wife, who's terrible at choosing movies and she is terrible, whatever that banshees, I'm going to chop my thumbs yeah, off. You didn't to have a you lot, you lot of nice movie. thing
0: about the Oscars last night, dude.
1: That they were nominated for like every major movie. You choked a fucking donkey with your (laughs) chopped off hands. It died, and you won an Oscar for that. How is that possible? I'm seeing the Banshees movie. Do not, you guys. I'm begging you. Listen, listen. Uh, Huh? But they were nominated for like. Who cares if they won? They they won. Just we clear on that. They were nominated don't go see that movie please they always do the oh my god it was nominated for 36 oh oscars god. did you miss this terrible movie the first time around that nobody went and saw it but mrs monty well you go see it now and you're gonna see she was right it sucks
2: sorry for
1: 27.99 a ticket at the megaplex <laughs> like don't the banshees literally in this movie this guy doesn't want to be friends with another guy And the guy keeps coming back to him, even after the guy's like, hey, you're a loser, I don't wanna hang out with you. And he finally says to the loser, hey loser, if you come back here, I'm gonna chop my fingers off. I'm a man! The guy comes back anyways, dude chops his fingers off, throws them at the guy's front door. The loser's donkey eats the fingers he threw at the front door, chokes and dies. So the loser goes to the chopped off my fingers guy's house and burns it to the ground. And then they wind up chilling (laughs) in the cut on the beach together. (laughs) <laughs> what is the point of this movie, and how is that worthy of an Oscar nomination? Like fifty of them, best score, best dead donkey costume, best dead fingers to choke on a donkey with. Garbage. And now the Oscar for best body parts cut off in a movie. Fat. Like it's terrible. <laughs> okay, I feel better now that I. Yeah. Do you have you extra extra some demons? I missed. You know what I missed during the pandemic? I missed going to the movies. Mrs. Monty and I like date nights, right? So we'll go to the movies. <laughs> she will. <clears throat> Granted, under the cover of darkness where nobody else can see it, she'll actually hold my hand at the movie, theater, right? And we'll like eat popcorn and stuff. Like it's an actual, you know, good time in <clears throat> public where you can separate yourself from other people. I missed going to the movies. Uh huh. I absolutely missed going to the movies. When's the last time you went to the movies? Top Gun. When oh, that's right. You're gun. you're single. I June. forgot. Dune. No, was, Top Gun was, was Top after Gun Dune. After Dune? Top Gun was. I don't remember. Top Gun was. It was no. either Top Gun or Noon. Dune. Dune. Top Gun was after Dune, I think. I don't care. Anyway. Those were two good movies. Yeah. Mrs. Monty's really not bad at picking movies. Just her last couple have been. Oh, dude. Because it's garbage. Like awful. It, mm. She's sitting like 10 feet. But I right, will say yeah. Did Maverick win any movies? Tom Cruise didn't go to the Oscars, I saw. It it's, probably didn't. No, it probably, probably not. But I, that was a good movie. But you know what? Smoking ass hot Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress. Okay. Dude, every day and three times on Thursday. Like, <laughs> do you don't you, do you know, you probably remember the movie Trading Places. Oh, my God. Her in Trading Places. Jamie Lee Curtis played a hooker in in, in Trading Places. Oh, my Judge. God. Just like that. Oh. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Dude, it's from the 80s. I guarantee it.
2: It's but.
1: Have you seen Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy? No, it's you the haven't 80s. seen that, dude. You've got to go back. You've go got back to go. how? I was I, not even alive. I conned Mrs. Monty into re-getting Netflix. Go watch. Trust me when I say. Oh, we got to watch a golf show. I watched the. Oh, by the way, Full Swing. I watched the season finale of Full Swing last night with Rory McIlroy. Phenomenal. My wife is all upset about that. I was in bed. You were watching. My wife is like.
0: Yeah, you were uh, driving it with full swing, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: So my wife, my my sister-in-law is here. And my wife and my sister-in-law are mortal enemies, so they hang out once a year, and they were watching the Oscars together. So I was like, I'm not getting in the middle of that cat I'm not bite.
0: watching people chop <laughs> their hands off and their donkeys eat it.
1: Yeah, so I went, <laughs> I went to bed, right? But I didn't go to sleep. I was watching the Lakers choke away a game against Julius Randle and the Knicks, and then it was so bad I flipped on full swing. I'm telling you, if Rory is not the nicest guy in the world, I don't know who is. We should probably get back to the show now. At some point. All right, hey, uh, it is... Hour number two of the program. Good to see everybody.
0: Brought to you by the advocates.
1: Yeah, and stuff. Um, it is presented by the advocates. Dude, we're, we're sort of on vacation. We're never I, on I vacation, think, bro. I think this, is, this might be our ayahuasca moment. I don't have to crap it myself or anything, but... Dude, it could be our ayahuasca moment. We actually had Jack in the Box today. I hate that sound effect. That, that sound effect is the worst one we played. But I will say this. We had Jack in the Box today, and... It was bomb. It wasn't bomb. Dude, it was. It wasn't. I, but I will are say... You, dude, are you serious? I'm, I'm probably getting soft in my old age. I don't love fast food. So, are we... No. We'll tell the Meltdown story later. Yeah. It's, yeah. But oh, I, that's I, I will one, say, though. the Meltdown story oh involves God, me throwing a breakfast sandwich out dude. of a moving car. You were so pissed. Out of a moving car. Okay. Five minutes. Go. Do it. Okay. Do it. So, just do it. We worked all weekend. Friday yeah. and Saturday, we worked a lot. The Stanley Cup was in yeah, town. Yeah, it's the Stanley Cup, you know. So, I woke up yesterday morning to drive from Salt Lake City down to Tempe, Arizona. And I admit, when I woke up, I felt like ass. It and was I terrible. did
0: too. We both, we both, I kind of talked about it. We felt
1: terrible. I love the time change when you gain an extra hour of sleep. I think it's the greatest day ever invented by, you know, Whoever invents those things. Yeah, the farmer who wanted slave labor with his kids. Great job. What's up, big bro? But yesterday, I felt like ass. So we're driving, and and Jake's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. Well, you know what? We'll stop at Thanksgiving point, and we'll get breakfast. We're
0: like, we both feel like trash, but we should eat, get some
1: caffeine. That'll help. Okay. We go to a certain gas station that, Jake, we are not going to mention. So I pull up to the gas station with Hank, the new Grand Cherokee. Which, by the way, has been Awesome. I go to I of course I I pull up I open the gas tank I put the pump in there it pumps three cents of gas and then it does that stupid pop and you know the handle <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like okay you know what hit it again three cents again pop again pop like you so like, so I'm sorry. in the store I'm
0: in the store right just to lay this out he's pumping gas I'm in the store getting us monster. You know, so I can come back out or getting us what? Bucked up so I so we can come back (laughs) out. Whatever. They didn't have okay, the problem is okay, the problem is they don't carry it. That's the problem. Yeah. So I went in there looking for Miami or looking for Mango Tango and I was in a pissy ass mood. So I wound up drinking another brand that we're not supposed to talk about. My fault, my apologies. That's why we had to do that. But anyway, the point is I go in there looking for one thing, course have to course have to get something else. Right. Yeah, thank you. See that this 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 is what we're on now. And I actually I actually like it more than that other brand that I'm not gonna mention again okay so anyway the point is i get that i come back out you're pulling away from this gas pump that you were about to just like go nuke town on and i'm like oh great it's like 20 degrees out he's nice enough to come pick me up from the door because it's probably like a 40 yard walk no what do i see i see this guy back the rig up Pull up to another pump. I walk up to the car and he's just in absolute code 10 abort mode. <laughs>
1: this effing pump won't effing pump the gas. Every How time hard is I it? buy gas like, from that brand, one of their stupid pumps doesn't work. But then you move your car around <laughs> and the other pump that you could have chosen because there wasn't a. Soul in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. That pump works great. The one you did choose, oh, the pop, <laughs> pop, like it's like the Joker pump, right? So I'm like, okay, fine. You know what? I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. So lose you my pump line. your gas. It's cool. Like we drive over the freeway to the McDonald's. Hello, welcome to Hell of Food. What can we get you for Are breakfast? Are you using the McDonald's app today? No, I'm not. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I want a sausage biscuit with egg and cheese. Right. Jake gets a McGriddle with egg, a sausage McGriddle with egg and cheese. Not that difficult, right? Like pretty straightforward. Couple of hash browns, very easy order. Driving out of the parking lot, right? Jake opens up the sandwich and And hands it to me.
0: Well, and here's the thing. From my perspective, as soon as I opened the wrapper on the sandwich and it didn't have any egg, no cheese i knew i was in trouble i knew it so i open it up i wrap it real nice because he's driving i'm like okay maybe if i wrap it nice he'll just take a bite it'll be fine the car won't get pulled over we won't lose our
1: ass (laughs) so i
0: handed it off i'm like all right here we go and what happens
1: next i i I lost my admittedly i had a 35 second meltdown over mcdonald's and that gas station that's what ticks me (laughs) off. So he hands me the sandwich, and I just f-bombed everywhere. Rolled the window down. I chucked it out the window, and we just took this off. This is. Of. F- <laughs> I didn't, you know, know. you know, the whole deal, I'm not you
0: know, eating it on principle. Dude, you know, the whole deal though, like when you're, when your bro is that pissed, you can't laugh at your bro in that moment. So I'm like, inner, I inner that you were trying inner me, to hold it in. You were inner inner trying to is hold like it in. Dying <laughs> and outer me is like, dude, don't laugh. Dude, don't laugh. You don't want your life to end right here. <laughs> so we get down the freeway and, and you know, it's been like three minutes of silence, you know, dudes <laughs> over here fuming after doing a poll onto the freeway. And I'm like, all right, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, but what did I say? And I said, I appreciated you not (laughs) laughing at me. (laughs) And then we drove and and here. This is the kind of day it was. Then we started Mm. driving and it Mm. started sleeting. And for like the next two hours, the the roads were terrible. Some guy swerved and almost like fishtailed into us. Like it was brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Then we stopped. Then we got breakfast. Everything was fine. Yeah. It was great. Now we're here. But that was like 35 seconds of hell. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. And I had a splitting headache. Yeah. I woke up. Which I thought um, was
0: really weird. We both had that headache. And it must have been the time change. Uh, Admittedly, though, Saturday, we had a certain level of expectation about our time commitments and what they were and what they were not. And then that kind of changed on us. And we had to work a ton more than we thought we were going to have to, which I think ultimately was what contributed to us waking up on Sunday just feeling awful.
1: Oh, it was brutal.
0: So there you go. Anyway, there's story time. What are the people saying? And then Then last night,
1: last night, Mrs. Monty and her sister were watching the Oscars. I laid in bed, watched the Laker game, watched Full Swing. And then Mrs. Monty (laughs) came to bed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we, we, and I, nothing happened because I, oh my God, just like that. I was out, dude. Like it was (laughs) over. And, and, and that bed that's in this house, as crappy as the thermostat is. The bed in this house that we're sleeping Dilly, in. Dilly. Dilly, Dilly Dilly. Cash, bro. I don't know what kind of bed it is, but I'll take it. Okay. Because it was so comfortable. Uh, Jacob DeLambo, a member of the program, says your weekend almost sounds as fun as the banks. Yeah, seriously, dude. dude We're going to talk dude, about that the in the non-sports stories of the day coming up. W.J. Uh, uh, Spangler says, knowingly giving someone an incorrect McDonald's order is a crime in some states. I just dude.
0: don't understand why. Because the thing is, I understand it. Having worked in food, I get it if you're like cranking. If you are got like, a, a, a drive-through out the parking lot like and you're moving tickets, I get it.
1: There was nobody there. Empty.
0: Like, Empty. literally no one behind us, Empty. nobody in front of us, and you still messed and then, it up.
1: You know what? We, so we go grocery shopping today. Me, Jake, and my sister-in-law go grocery shopping today. And Jake's like, dude, he's telling me all the way through the store, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah, dude. I'm there's hungry. only and one there's, answer, bro. There's a Jack in the parking lot. And <laughs> so we're like, okay, let's go to the Jack and Box. We order <laughs> the food. We're at the window.
0: Oh, yeah. This is weird, dude.
1: I pay the lady and she's like, "Hey, can you back up?" And she's literally got her arm out the window, like doing this. Hey, can you back up? So and you're like, like, "To what?" Yeah, you're
0: backing up, and we're both the three of us are in Hank, and we're like, "Dude, like, back what up to doing? where?" Like, what do you mean? I think I even said, "Where are we backing up to?" So then you roll up, bat you, so you stop. Put it back and drive. Roll back up to the window. She closes the window, opens the window, hands us our food, and we leave. Yeah, and she's like, "Thank you." Like nothing happened. And I was like, "Dude, wh- what what's f- going on?"
1: But what does <laughs> Mrs. Monty always say? This is why we don't eat out. Yeah, whatever, this dude. Is, I'm but, having
0: Jack in the Box when I go to different states, dude.
1: And then what? But what did the girls make for dinner last night? That was incredible. Sweet potatoes, black beans, all kinds of vegetables, mm-hmm. chips, guac, salsa. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It it was absolutely amazing. Um, Jeff Watson says Big Twelve had the most most in the dance at seventy percent. They did. Thanks for following the show. Uh, Marjara ten eighteen, <laughs> love the show. I'm 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 new. Great insight into Utah area uh, sports. Just wondering if you guys cover uh, broader national landscape. Happy with your work. Thanks. Yeah, uh, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. 100%. We're pretty much a national show with a focus on the Big Twelve and the Pac twelve.
0: Yeah, we're based in Salt Lake uh right now we're in phoenix for spring training first show in phoenix um but yeah we talk about all and by the way if you just look through the channel you can kind of see like the last month or so you see a lot of big 12 but if you keep going back you'll see a lot of different stuff a
1: lot of mba yeah Yep. Yeah. uh d salt says mcdonald's his truck stops for truck stops in walmart's truth yeah truth i don't know why i ever go there utah jizz says uh i always check my bag during yeah, drive-aways big. through the window the, and, we should too. <laughs> and, and you know what you know what, is we should too but you know why we didn't check the big uh before we pulled
0: away because we were in a pissy ass mood not in the it mood to early, sit at the window it was six like f- or seven fifteen just, in the morning I, I just was like okay
1: for once can buddy at the mcdonald's window get the order right i don't know it is what it larry pilgrim says i just tuned in i'm getting mcdonald's just tuned in and i'm getting mcdonald's talk yeah that's well I I appreciate that you just tuned in and that you're very observant, Larry Pilgrim. Congratulations, my guy. It's been
0: an hour and 15
1: minutes. We did the first hour on college football. Yeah, you could go back to the beginning. Jeremy Callahan. Monty just showed amazing restraint. I, I was really proud of myself. Because I wasn't actually proud of myself. It's rather embarrassing, but I just think it is what it is. Your technique
0: of throwing the sandwich out the window protected your ulnar collateral ligament, and that's what you should be proud of. It did. I got
1: over... I got the biscuit was in the back of my palm, so I got over it. Yeah. You should have seen the sinking motion. You kept a good good front side. It splashed
0: the puddle. Like, it was great. It was pretty awesome. By the way, no biscuit landed inside of Hank. Yeah, and I I
1: didn't even hit the window jam. Yeah. It was pretty awesome, you know. It is what it is. Most missing items is always the... Oh, they never give you a straw. They never give you a straw, dude. McKinley Cutler says, McDonald's will do when you're driving at 1 a.m. Yes, it will. Yeah. Yes, it will. Uh, Mike M, who's a member of the show, says Utah seems more compatible with Tim Hortons than Jack in the Box. We're getting Jack in the Box. Yeah. And, but now I'm in a point in my I'm in a point in my obesity where I'm pretty much over like eating fast food. Fact. Like when we showed up yesterday, the the sweet potato we had for dinner was the whole world. Yeah. Like it was it was so good. It was so good. Uh Tanner Plummer says, Monty's showing restraint. Uh Jeremy, we're listening to the same story, right? I actually did show restraint. Nobody got injured in the, in the meltdown. I will say it could have been worse. You know. Uh <laughs> It could have been. Last one on this, bro, LMAO, your order mcdee's on your own. No one takes your order. For once, can they get the order right? Like, it's not rocket science. It's, admittedly, they don't put cheese on the sausage and egg biscuit. Which they don't. Which is dumb, in my opinion. But we've gotten to the point now where we say, add cheese. Mm-hmm. Sausage, biscuit, with egg, add cheese, You don't please. make a dry-ass
0: biscuit with a piece of sausage
1: and no cheese. And where did and you get no that? no egg? Yeah, that's like, the that's thing what I, doing I don't energy, get, like, dude. How do you leave
0: the egg like, off? Like the of egg it? is standard.
1: Stupid. Anyway. Stupid. Okay. The Monty Show every yeah. day is presented by our good friends at the Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business who were not needed when I melted down yesterday because nobody was in. Into- Ooh, Marcus Epp has, has reached an agreement with the Raiders. Nice. Wow. Boy, dude, Tanner Plummer, your your Eagles are falling apart. Well, everyone knew that was gonna happen. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Bronco, uh, Broncos got uh, Chris uh, Manhurts, the tight end from the Jaguars. That's a huge get, though. Um, that is a huge get for the Raiders to get Marcus Epps. $12 million over two-year, $8 million guaranteed. Wow, that's a big get. Dude, I'm telling you, today has been life-changing in the NFL today has absolutely been life-changing. If you get in an accident, it can be life-changing. Make sure you get to theadvocates.com. You can chat with an attorney for free online 24-7 at theadvocates.com. And listen, if you've been in an accident or, you know, with all this crazy snow, uh, certainly for all of our listeners in, in Utah, Idaho, Montana, right here in Arizona, if you've wow, been man. in an accident, wow, man. If you've been in an accident during the winter, if you've been thinking, hey, do I need an attorney? Hey, We saw that story where the guy got knocked off his bike. The guy slid in a snowstorm and hit a dude on his bicycle because he was driving too fast. You didn't deserve to be in that accident. You didn't deserve to get hit by the guy driving too fast or reading his phone or whatever he was doing besides paying attention to the road, but you do deserve somebody to fight for you. That's why you trust The Advocates, the best in the business, theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney free online. And by the way, you never pay The Advocates until they win your case. No consultation fees, no retainers, theadvocates.com. I think the biggest story in sports today, certainly uh, NFL free agency, dudes. I, I, I am amazed, I am absolutely amazed at how much business is getting done between the Raiders and the San Francisco 49ers. I think if you're a 49er fan, today is a fantastic day. Um, I mean, obviously you lose McGlinchey. That's a big deal. There's no way to there's no way to spin the fact that McGlinchey went to Denver, mm-hmm. uh, who also, by the way, clearly put value and cash into the offensive line to try and bolster Russell Wilson. They signed Mike McGlinchy from the 49ers, big loss. But you look at the moves that the 49ers made today, even even if you look at Sam Darnold, the quarterback from Carolina, going across the country to San Francisco, I, I think that's a really solid move. Um, I don't, by the way, I will also say this. I don't know that you have a number one quarterback in San Francisco, even if Brock Purdy were a hundred percent, I am not convinced that Brock Purdy or, or, you know, again, Sam Darnold, like you don't have a number one guy there. Brock's been better before the injury, in my opinion, but... You know, I think I he was don't breaking into one. that, but I don't think that I don't think that that is that he's a number one.
0: And I think it also feels like Brock has more to offer, assuming he's healthy. I think that Brock's top I would agree end is that. higher than Sam's, but again, best ability is your availability. So if Brock's not available, there's no conversation.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. By the way, Jimmy Garoppolo today uh, signed a three-year deal. With the Raiders, $67.5 million, 34 of it is guaranteed. Really smart structure on that deal. If he gets hurt in year one, you have no tie to him in year two, which I think is really smart. Um, I think the Raiders absolutely positively, I mean, got that right. Um, I look at Javon Hargrave, the defensive tackle, who I think is right now arguably the best defensive tackle in football. And I know that guy in the LA Rams house is probably going to argue with this. But you look at the season that Hargrave had at the position with 11 sacks and 16 quarterback hurries. Dude, Aaron Donald didn't put that kind of season up. Now, we've also seen that they absolutely gutted that roster in L.A. Totally get it. Totally get it. Yeah. Right now, I think Hargrave is arguably the best, most disruptive defensive tackle, and now he's on the 49ers. You look at those linebackers, you look at adding Hargrave to Bosa up front, Armstead's still there. Like, you look at the work that they've done. I think the 49ers, I I mean, you have to make them NFC favorites.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that they're definitely, you know, right at the top of the list in the NFC. But but again, I I, I just think that you can add defensive tackles. You can add the best defense in the league. There, No defense is stopping a quarterback that knows what you're doing and where, where the opportunities are going to lie. And I think that that's the struggle in the NFL. I don't disagree. They have, if not the best defense, one of the best defenses in the league, even before the additions today. And so you, you, you add those guys to that defense, and you're obviously elite. But I just think that if you don't have – if you don't have offense, you're not going to win a championship. Like yeah, I we would saw that. that today or this past season. Like we like they need to figure out like I just think that the problem is, is that you're basically by signing Sam Darnold, you're basically saying, OK, Sam's going to be the guy uh, if Brock Purdy can't go. And and I'm not I'm not. Well, gonna what does that here. say
1: about Trey Lance, though? Yeah, I mean, I just it, think it, yeah. it what level or on any level? are you committed to Trey Lance going forward? And the answer is, I don't know that you are or you're not. I, I, I think you're indifferent to Trey Lance, which I think is really interesting. I, I don't know the answer to that question, but I do know that today you're a better football team. You guys, listen to their defensive. This is their front, their defensive front seven. Uh, Ebukam on the left, Hargrave at the left defensive tackle, Arik Armstead, Nick Bosa, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, and Aziz Alshire. Yeah. Good luck, dude. I don't how do you put up three touchdowns on that defense? And by the way, you still have Charvarius Ward there. I mean, I, dude, their defense, their defense is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be good. And I also think this doesn't even take for uh Javon Kinlaw who I think's still a major contributor there like I, I mean, the 49ers defense and and I would also remind you offensively, you're McCaffrey, Samuel Ayuk, um Jawan Jennings, George Kittle, like I think, Usechek is still one of the best fullbacks in all of football. Defensively and offensively, this team is stacked. Yeah. The question now becomes, what? Who's going to take this 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 bull by the horns? And lead them forward. Mm-hmm. Is Darnold qualified? Is he capable to do that? I don't know that we've seen his very best. Yeah. If you look at the Jets in Carolina, I don't know that we've seen their best. But it tends to be to me that guys get better as you get around that kind of talent. Because if you're the quarterback of the 49ers, you just need to not screw it up. Right. Don't suck and you're going to the you're going to the Super Bowl. Right. And the question is. Probably worst case scenario, if Purdy heals within six months with most people think he will. If he's ready to go October first, does he just get the job back? I don't know. I think but- that
0: depends on what Sam does and the perception and and you know the eye test for Sam Darnold. I don't think that I don't think that Sam is good enough just to walk in there and say, Yep, he's the guy if Brock can't go. I think that that Sam has to make a good impression. He has to show that he is capable of throwing three touchdowns a game. That's what I think you have to show.
1: By the way, the beloved, the awesome, the amazing, um, the traded the first round pick, my r and we, the Chicago MFing Bears, (coughs) Tremaine Edwards and TJ Edwards, uh, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards added to the defensive front today. Mm -hmm. This tells me that they are not going to draft an edge rusher. I feel like now... The Chicago Bears and maybe this is the right way to go. I think they're all in on an offensive line.
0: Yeah, well they should be. I mean, their offensive line's terrible. And I think that again, you need you need to remove the excuses for Justin Fields and see what can he be. Can is it that he can't read a defense, or is it that he can read the defense, doesn't have time and has to run constantly? You have, to, you have to answer that question. The only way to really truly answer it is by getting him a top 10 offensive line. And I think once you have that, there's no excuses.
1: I don't think there's any doubt that Carolina is drafting C.J. Stroud. I think they're taking him number one. There's no doubt about that. I think Bryce Young's going number two. But if you get down to number, to number six and you see that Tyree Wilson goes to, from Texas Tech goes to the Detroit Lions... The yeah. Raiders at seven are going quarterback. And if they go with the banana-eating fool in, in Will Levis, which most people, you realize Will Levis, what, who hurt you, Will <coughs> Levis, that you don't take the banana peel off before you eat the banana?
0: Dude is weird.
1: Who I mean, hurt you, weird. sir? That you are terrified of milk? The sight of milk terrifies Will Levis. Not Detroit um, or Las Vegas. Um, you go ahead and you draft Will Levis. Um, it's fine. I'm good. What, what does he do at home? I don't want to know. You know then that Miles Murphy from Clemson probably goes to Atlanta. And then the Bears at nine, I think it's Paris Johnson, the the Ohio State left tackle, Mm -hmm. who has played, by the way, guard and tackle in college. Because at that point, the other question I have is, I've been looking at a ton of mock drafts today. Why is Nolan Smith falling down the board? Somebody needs to help me understand this. Because... I see the Colts drafting a quarterback at four. Most people think it's Anthony Richardson. I see the Arizona Cardinals taking Will Anderson at at three. And then Seattle. I don't know why Seattle is going to take Jalen Carter instead of Nolan Smith. Because there's a lot of people. That's what I mean about the
0: NFL, dude. Like, they literally don't care what you do off the field. It just, I mean, literally, like everything from, you know, you know racing someone and they end up dying to beating women in front of your kid to like yeah like literally every like your owner getting getting caught in a rub and tug joint like dude like anything you want to do you can do as long as you perform on the field
1: yeah i don't know i don't know what you how you explain nolan smith plummeting after what he did at the combine he must have said something to somebody about something something in one of his interviews yeah I don't know. Like his Rorschach test. You know what a Rorschach test is, mm. where they show you like an ink blot and you have to make sure you don't tell them it looks like a vagina or you know like your cousin's neighbor's sister or something crazy. Right. If you're like, oh yeah, that looks like a dragon, I'm fine. They're like, all right, cool, we'll draft you. If you say, hey man, um, that looks like that girl sitting over there. They're like, okay, good, nice to meet you, Nolan. Have a good day. Like you're out. Um, um- and apparently that's how the interviews. There were there are some stories coming out about. I don't know why NFL general managers love to hand somebody a picture. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll hand a, a, a college prospect a picture of a guy walking a dog. And they'll be like, what's your reaction to this picture? Um, and they're waiting for somebody to be like, you know, this makes um, me want to go and murder a bunch of small
2: puppies. Um,
1: That's what they want.
2: I, um, I don't like,
1: why would you do that? I what are you know. going to learn from the way Jimmy looks at a picture of some guy walking his dog? Like I, I don't understand. You're gonna that. gain insight. Uh, you're not. You're not. You're not. Uh, Gumby extra regular, a member of the program. No word on uh, the AA Ron yet. No. No. And again, I I hesitate to play the the ayahuasca trip because I just think if we play the ayahuasca soundbite again, people are going to start talking about moments where they crap themselves. Yeah. And it's not something that. I want to relive but you know what I'll relive my pain for you guys.
2: You know I think there's so many uh, myths and rumors about it the the fear around it is you're going to shit yourself. It's just a big throw up fest. It's you know all these both not completely untrue. Right, but all these the, but the negative framework sure. of it is that that is the experience not the deep and meaningful. Okay, wait a minute.
1: The negative framework, Aaron, you just said somebody crapped themselves and throws up all over the place. And the guy's like, that's not untrue. What are you talking about, man? Yeah, he's like, that's not untrue. And Aaron's like, yeah, no, that's not untrue. But the negative framework around ayahuasca. So wait, I'm going to throw up and then I'm going to shit myself. But I should want to ingest ayahuasca. It's internal. Right? I should want to drink it because, again, they don't smoke it like peyote. See what I did there? Anyway, the point is, why would you take this stuff? And Aaron's answer is because they want to. I wanted to learn about loving myself. Get the fuck out! No, bro. No, bro. I'm not about that. I'm not. You can't tell me that when you're hallucinating, and you've got it coming out of both ends, that you find Wait, some way to like self love yourself. You've got it coming out of both ends. But I'm serious. You're throwing up. You're pooping yourself. So you're probably naked, and you're Ooh. hallucinating. Like, are you? <laughs> Are you chained to a pipe in some somebody's like hut? Bro, like, I, how are you I, not? I like, don't, dude, uh, wh- this is what I mean about this
0: guy. Like, what are we doing, and then, bro?
1: Then to hear him say to describe his two days in darkness. You're Aaron fucking Rogers. First of all, it was only two days. What happened to the week of darkness? Yeah, I thought Aaron? it was four days, bud. Would you get soft on me? In those two days, I was enlightened about self love. Yeah, because all you did was sit there and strengthen your forearm, dude. It's not. Because you're real. you're locked <laughs> in. A hole. He was locked in. They dug a hole in the ground. They put a roof on it and called it a hut. <laughs> once a day once a day, jimmy the enlightener who owns this place will come around and leave you food and be like hey aaron have you made a decision about the jet and he says no and he's like all right 24 hours in the hole bro and then you go back in there and you strengthen your forearm and then in the dark you're hallucinating about whatever and we're gonna call that How self-love fun is the name of the game and maybe I'm just the a-hole who won't open my mind up to this stuff. Yeah, but it, I'm going to need you to open your mind but and let's really just take get, it in. Let's get right. I don't need to sit in the dark for four days to figure out I want my $59 million that I'm currently getting. I'm getting my $59 million. If I got to poop and vomit all over myself, I'll do it for $59 million. Hey, you need me to crap myself fully dressed? Give me fifty-nine million million first, Then I will, I mean, down my leg. No problem. Let's go. Like, I'm good. That's fucking interesting, man. It's... Dude, you're playing.
0: I thought you just said you crap down your leg.
3: For $59
1: million? real. I you. will not change the sheets, dude. Bro. Who's calling you? I don't know. Spam call. I will not change the sheets for a week after if you give me $59 million. Call me crazy. Tell me... What are the, I'm telling you... Put a you. percentage on him walking away from $59 million. Zero. Zero. Zero, bro. So what are we waiting for? Zero. Let me get this right. The Packers hate you so much that they're going to trade you. So let's just get on with it. Why are we going to Brett Favre this thing? You fucking donkey. Just get on with it. You don't need to go like crapping yourself and vomiting everywhere to learn that the Packers hate you (coughs) and nobody loves you but yourself. And congratulations if you can't love yourself. Maybe you should go back to Milos Kunis. Oh, my God. Don't he didn't date mila kunis do not ruin mila kunis for me hey guys she's already with yeah, what's did. his name no he did not yeah, i thought he did no do not ruin me dude if he dated mila kunis i will <laughs> that would be really disappointing yeah dude because then hmm, this is what i always say about britney spears kevin federline i know the customer at the store i'm no longer shopping there makes me want to pee if aaron Rodgers shopped at mila kunis's store i'm out i'm out
2: this is a code ten abort.
1: I don't know what's going on on this show today, but every time we bring up Aaron Rodgers, dude, you know. Anyway, Chris P says, every single person I know that's done ayahuasca, that means when you say every single person, that makes me think it's like half a dozen. Yeah, I mean, how many are we how talking about How many people do it? you know that yeah, have done what, ayahuasca? What is the sample size? That has done ayahuasca comes out uh, the other side exactly like Aaron Rodgers. So they grow a ponytail and they hate their family. Is that what, ha- is that what happens? But no one's going to disrespect me. It's pro- my dislike of Aaron Rodgers is I mean, probably I just don't unhealthy. know how you like the guy. What is there to like? Buddy wants to be in the middle of everything. So okay, great. You have to chill at a darkness retreat in the same hut with one of two guys: Luka Doncic or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Luca, for sure.
0: Really? Yeah, because you know Luca's soft. You know Luca's going to leave that thing in like three hours. Dude. My name
1: is Luca. Not
0: to mention, Buddy lives on the second floor, so he's never Dude. doing the underground version.
1: Vernon Sheldon Witter says, I'm a psych nurse. Please don't tell me that. I'm a psych nurse. Please don't tell me that. Tell Just you what? Tell you what. Uh, Gumby uh, Extra Regular, when the A-ron emerged, did he see a shadow? I do believe Dude, he I. did. Which means we get six more weeks of this BS where he's like, oh, Jets, Maybe. Maybe the Jets, or where is Aaron right now? Or we could go back to the Brat Stop in Kenosha, and we could spend some time by
2: ourselves. Yeah, I've mean, been immunized. Please, what a joke!
1: At least like, it...
0: like at least own your nonsense. At least own the fact that you love being right in the middle of the media.
1: Think of the athletes that you hate, like, and it's not personal except with Aaron Rodgers. But if you think of the <laughs> athletes you hate. It's guys like Luka Doncic. It's guys like Aaron Rodgers. It was at one time Tiger Woods. My name is Luka. Most of the guys you've hated, they've like remade themselves. Tiger Woods, you know, like nobody liked what he did to his wife or what she did to his face after he took Ambien. But then he's yeah, but then he gets in a terrible car wreck, almost loses his leg. Charlie looks just like him. Now you're rooting for him to win the Masters again. Dazzle, right? dazzle. Like we've turned this around. Aaron Rodgers, at every single turn, becomes more and more and more of a dick. Yeah, Like, dude. I hate that guy. Oh, You're a I'm going to go sit in a hut for like five years now. and think That guy's definitely a douche. Mila's Kunis. Let's see. You let need me, to let look me... that up because if he dated Mila Kunis, I'm going to be in a bad mood for like a year. Yeah, I'm almost certain he did. No, she's dude. with, what's his name? No, but. um, Ashton Kutcher. Mr. I don't take a shower or wear the owner at my armpits are hairy. Yeah. That bro. Like, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. I'll look, it, look it up on your phone. Don't go playing with the internet. Dang it. Uh, okay, anyway, on. she did I'll not, look. he did not date Mila Kunis. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, main event says uh, Brady. You ha- How do you hate Tom? Why do people hate Tom Brady? He's again, a guy that now he's retired. Giselle dumped his ass. So now he's single. You're going to hate him more because I guarantee you, whichever fine Philly he's, he ends up with is your dream girl. Yeah, 2011, they dated. Aaron Rodgers dated Mila Kunis. 2011 why dude why does he get all of the hotties i fast pass for douche mountain because you're a douche what is it to like about that guy his field goal posts must just be like 10 yards long that's all i can think of because homie like danica patrick what did danica patrick see in him yeah i don't know bro like what's her the other the hot blonde chick or the hot brunette chick the actress um muffin caster whatever her name is
0: Okay. Like, oh,
1: dude. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you did you
0: just say Olivia Muffin? Olivia Olivia
1: Munn. <laughs> muffin caster? Yes, she's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, she's fine. Dude.
1: And yet he leaves them on the side you know. of the road. And I know this you is know. a truck stop town, but he leaves them on the side I mean, of the road. Yeah,
0: it's it I'm telling you, the guy is a douche. There's no way around it. And all he wants to do Oh, 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 update.
1: Update. Who called you? Who was Spam it? call. Okay, good. Uh Darren Broom. Is is there, is that how you say Broomy, Brahmi brom, Broom, Broominator? Uh, DB Cooper says if yeah, via DB. Google, there was rumors they were dating, but they, they were denied, <laughs> they were denied, <laughs> they were denied. Yeah, whatever, dude, they were denied. That'd be hugely disappointing if he dated me. looking. I, I mean, would it really be surprising? No, but it's Ooh. disappointing. Like. Mila Kunis is—I don't know what it is about Mila Kunis. It's Mila Kunis and Jennifer. That Branniston motherfucker for me.
2: don't miss, like, man.
1: I, I'm hung up on Mila Kunis. Yeah, Her dude. in the uh, book of Eli. Remember her in the book of Eli? Oh yeah. Oh dude. my oh, god. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's just find an abandoned dude. car and find 26 seconds where it's just you and me. I you want know, it. Like I, I have it. Like, you know, I I don't I don't get it. And, and then this—what's her name that he just broke up with? Oh, Shailene Woodley. Yeah. Dude, she's even hotter. But she's a huge step down from Mila Kunis. Are we clear Kunis? on that? Mm. Oh, my God. Stop it. Mila Kunis chose Ashton Kutcher, bro. I don't care who she chose. Like, she makes him hotter. <laughs> she And Mila Kunis makes Ashton Kutcher better looking. <clears throat> Are you kidding? I guess, dude. Shailene Woodley is not even... Like, okay, is she hotter than Danica Patrick? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But... Mia Lacunas? Shailene Woodley oh, in Divergent. Dude. She was fine, dude. In Divergent. Well, he didn't date Divergent, Shailene dude. Woodley. she, he, le- But again, what did he do to her? In that interview where she talked about breaking up with him, she wound up with mascara like Tammy Faye Baker running down her face. I'm going to get medieval like on your ass. Her, again, he wrecked her physically and emotionally. Yeah. So I don't like the guy, dude. Jeremy Callahan says $59 million. Yeah, I mean, he's dude, and playing. that's my biggest problem. You you know what he's going to do. Yes, John Upshaw. Uh, yes, yes, John Upshaw. How did Russell Wilson pull Sierra? Because he's a weirdo. Like, what kind of weirdo is she? Is that just where, like, two freaky people are like, oh, you're a freak? I'm a freak. Cool, man. Let's put our leather on and go to town. Like, that's what it feels like to I, me. Yeah, I mean... I-
0: Dude, I don't know, man. Conversations happen behind the scenes. They do some back of the envelope calculations
1: and now we're here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> back of the envelope. Ben Novak says Kobe had to rehabilitate his image too. He did, and he did a great job. An abandoned car, LOL. Dude, Mila Kunis. If Mila Kunis says, let's hop in this this hornet's nest and do our thing, I'm in. I I'll, Like, I don't, because I can die at that point. <laughs> if I get my 14 seconds with Mila Kunis, I'm free to die. Final right like that i'm good i guess if you're that committed bro dude who's i'm the,
0: not sure that a darkness retreat would heal you
1: from all those things dude if mila kunis wants to do a darkness retreat just it's a fucking vernal where. equinox weeks months first sure <laughs> man we're gonna be in total darkness for weeks and months i guess i'll operate by touch that's fine. i guess like I guess, dude anyway uh Spangler wants to know is Aston Kutcher really that different from A Rod? Ooh, Mila Kunis did not date Ash Stop. Yes, she did. Wait, no, no. A-rod. Mila Kunis did not date Arod. No. Come on, man. If he went deep, if he took Mila Kunis deep, I'm out. No, Aaron Rodgers, not. Alex Rodriguez. oh a rod oh okay yeah dude, you Not said Alex Rodriguez, and i dude. started aaron making rogers, baseball bro. analogies my aaron bad rogers, bro. my bad so if aaron Rodgers threw it deep on mila kunis i'm out still M-A. which by the way everybody says come on you don't like the football now." like th- if he threw okay if mila kunis if, if he if ran aaron out rogers
0: on- <laughs> if aaron Rodgers hit the tight end up the seam you're out look
1: i don't have another one if if if, if yeah, if Aaron Rodgers ran a go route on Mila Kunis, I'm out. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hell already. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, thankfully, Mrs. Montes like hell's not real. Have at it, dude. <laughs> the lights just turn off, man. You know. Ah, Tanner Plummer, I don't know why, but I never found Jennifer Lawrence attractive. Man, you can't you can't be the
0: super soaker and say things like that. That's not going to work.
1: Jennifer no. Lawrence was from the ha 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 bird movie thing. Yeah. Hunger Games. Yes. Hunger Games. Hunger. What's wrong with Jennifer Lawrence? She's fine, dude. Which, by the way, Shailene Woodley stole the movie line. From, like that was the, they were the same movie. Basically,
0: but,
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: But Jennifer Lawrence is way hotter. Yeah. That's that's like, Shailene, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I feel like Shailene Woodley is your high school girlfriend <laughs> and Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is your college girlfriend. Yeah, that comment right below the one we had on the screen, though. <laughs> I'm going to hell on a scholarship. Yeah, you me got too. that NIL deal, bud? Me too. And, I'm, and my scholarship is going to get me a master's degree in being a terrible human. Trust yeah. me. You know. Uh, Spangler says, Mika Kunis, same thing, um, was definitely Aaron Rodgers' wide receiver. No, she stop.
0: Yeah, their completion Dude. percentage was 100. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <Oh-ho!
3: laughs>
1: Big Dog O-Town. Sierra playing Russell Wilson for his money. She don't even like him let alone love him. Dude. Go Hawks. Like, I guess. I don't bro. know her. I'm not I yeah, I I couldn't say. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, "What can I say? Jennifer Lawrence isn't my cup of tea or ayahuasca." Okay, what is thing. your what is your ayahuasca then? I mean, if it's not her, like what is it? J- Jason W. wants to know WTF is going on. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers' love affairs. Yeah. Because he, again, today, and I'll play you the clip. He was on Brandon Marshall's podcast, and again, he wouldn't answer the question.
2: How was it meeting Woody Johnson? How was that meeting? Oh, that was, you know, it's it's always interesting meeting important figures in the sport. Um, Yeah, it's always interesting. That's all I'm giving I'm just there now. That's all I'm giving Hey, Rod.
3: A little bit of chemistry here. What
2: we, we doing, A-Rod? Hey, <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How Stay long we
1: got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. I, 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 just, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I, like, why, why drag
0: this on? Because he likes it. He wants to be in the middle of it. He wants to be, you know, everyone's cup of tea. He wants to be the guy. Dude, that's why. The guy can't help himself. The guy's got to go and do a darkness retreat. that Do you didn't really care think about. that he enjoys this? Yes, I do. I do. hundred percent. He, I think that he sells this narrative of self-love and I love everybody. And the darkness retreat combined with the ayahuasca was a real shitty experience. If you know what I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. Like we know what you're doing here, man. This isn't rocket
1: science. Dude, if you're in that darkness retreat and you take ayahuasca and you shit yourself inside the hut. And then you come off the ayahuasca and you're like, what's that smell? Like, that's got to be the word. Because you can't, you know, in the darkness retreat, you can't. Dude. That's what I'm saying, No, man. man. I'm out, dude. I'm out. Day Old Donuts says, oh, you guys have been making me laugh today. Happy 50th to you. I hope you had a great evening on Friday. My yeah, birthday bash was incredible. Mrs. Dude. Monty pulled off a great event um she was by herself in that room with you hooligans for like 40 minutes because i was on the ice sweating like extensively um but it was a lot of fun you know what my favorite part of it was when everybody left and i got to go home uh no i'm kidding my favorite part of it was like mrs monty had everybody sing happy birthday that was so much fun yeah that was to see Max Tooley and Brant Keithy and all of our listeners and Mrs. Monty and Jake wouldn't sing Happy Birthday because he doesn't sing in public, but it was a lot of fun. Uh But it was a lot of fun. That, that everybody singing Happy Birthday was great. I thought the cake turned out really good. The miniature golf, the miniature, mini golf, golf, was the miniature golf was a was a hit. The PXG yeah. guy with the fit he fitted me with a putter and I kicked the crap out of Mrs. Monty in mini golf. I think I beat her like fifty six to nothing. Like, shut her out. I had Every hole I hit was a hole in one. Full swing. That's not true. Uh, I did not. She, we, I think I beat her by one stroke in mini golf. Like, it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah, one stroke's right? We had enough, a good right? time. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, I like a, a. Top Gun shades, though. They are sweet. They are sweet. I don't look good in, in like, the Tom Cruise aviator sunglasses. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to look good in those, and my face is just not shaped well. For You're me. a douche. You know. It just is what it is. Dibs, who's a member of the program, says the Machi Show has been renamed. It's now the Mila Kunis Love Show. Hey, dude. I want it. As long as she comes in and is like, uh, approves it. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got to get around. What would I even say to Mila Kunis? I would just (laughs) go be interviewing and be like, (laughs) hey, baby. (laughs) Like, if I said, do you think she would automatically disconnect? Uh, Mila Kunis has left the chat. <laughs> right? Like, she's out. She's absolutely out. Tanner says, uh, the cake was good, but there was too much frosting on it. Dude, Tanner. So, wait, let right, me get Tanner, this right. you're having a rough day, The dude. free event with all the free food, and now you're going to complain about the cake. I thought the cake was great. The fresh strawberries that we added in the middle, <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. 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 Jeff Johnson says, it was a lot of fun. The wife and I had a blast. Yeah, Jeff met Max Dooley, bro. By the way, I didn't have any of the food, but everybody raved about the enchiladas. I had half a churro. True. Um, Tanner says, okay, let's get real here. Mila Kunis or Justin Bear. Oh, Justin Bear. Dude, he's the sex machine. The real question is Justin Herbert or Devin Booker? Your mom. Mila Kunis. There you go. That's all There you I'm go. Saying. We're good to go. All right. Let's talk Utah jazz basketball here on the Monty Show. I need everybody. Oh, even if you're not a jazz dude. fan, we kind of got to get into this. Buckle up, bro. This is not a fun one. Um, so, I am not a fan of the Salt Lake Tribune. This is not new.
0: We've had this conversation about the trip before.
1: You know why I canceled my membership?
0: For those of you who are new, there's a certain individual, certain writing, certain things
1: that have gone down. We didn't feel like the Salt Lake Tribune was credible. Yeah, basically. And then today they come out with a hit piece on the Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. and it it this this just smacks of the Salt Lake Tribune headline: the Jazz claim no involvement in plans to get homeless. Uh, Utah's off the streets for the All-Star game, emails show otherwise. Okay, so what's the inference? Because this is the meat of the conversation, the inference. The inference is the Jazz are embarrassed that there's a bunch of homeless people and they want to ship them somewhere else so that nobody sees them. Mm, and that they can save face. One, that is completely not true. The Jazz, and I, and I, I I this is a major problem for me because the Utah Jazz, for I mean, since I've been covering the team. So let's call it 2013. The Utah Jazz have made it a point to try and help the homeless population in the downtown Salt Lake City area. I've I've talked to Gail Miller about this. And correct me if I'm wrong, my Utahs There were even colored uh, parking meters. They were red or blue or something that if you put money in those meters, it went directly to homeless Uh, services Mm -hmm. they have given money repeatedly and ryan smith continues to do it to give money to help the homeless population the conversations and i confirm this today with our jazz sources the the conversations that they were having were how do we help the homeless with this influx of humanity that is coming to salt lake city Because when you're homeless and you are on the streets of Salt Lake City and you get this influx of people, influx of law enforcement, that's not going to end well for most homeless people. On, On several fronts. One, you're dealing with a large number of people that likely have mental health issues, that don't have social skills, that don't know how to handle a ton of people being around them. And I think the Jazz, and there's an organization in Salt Lake City, for those of you who don't know, called The Road Home. And all they do is great work to help homeless people. Right. So you get the Jazz, who have the All-Star Game coming in, Mm -hmm. and they are absolutely involved in conversations via email with city, state, county officials about how to assist the homeless population in Salt Lake City during All-Star events there was talk about in the article and, and we had heard about that they were going to use library facilities. That didn't work out because of funding. And the Jazz simply asked in one of the emails, who's going to pay for that? Where is that funding going to come from?
0: Mm-hmm. Which is a totally, totally reasonable question based on, you know, well, how this
1: all works. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about funding. It yeah. always has been. It always will be. And the issue continues to be that the Salt Lake Tribune then wants to do a freedom of information request, which they're totally free to do that. And then they want to read emails and make a story out of a story that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand it. I I don't get it. With this kind of headline, when you read this headline, tell me that that doesn't look like the Jazz were trying to hide homeless people to save face. Tell me that that's not what that is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I, you know, I, I don't think it's hating on the trip to say. Team that's president
1: what it Jim Olson spoke with the Salt Lake County Mayor Jenny Wilson about plans to get more unsheltered Utahns off the streets during the big event. But they did that because it was an issue for the homeless. It wasn't an issue for the Jazz. Yeah, it's an issue for the homeless. And you're trying to spin this at the Salt Lake Tribune, you cowards, into something that it's not, in my opinion. You are absolutely morally bankrupt. You are ethically bankrupt. Your 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 newspaper is an absolute piece of trash at this point. Like, why would I ever ever read this newspaper again not only have you had issues with integrity and ethics in your sports department not only do you routinely write stuff like this and then ask people to subscribe to your newspaper and hey support free journalism right but if you were doing journalism we'd support you like we do the new york times like we do the athletic for tony jones we would support you but it's stuff like this that is completely without merit and completely without ethics. And you write this stuff, and I think, in my opinion, you know exactly what you're doing. Mm. You you are trying, which is your job, you're trying to get people to read your, your newspaper. But the problem is there's no balls in it. I don't really have problems with you writing a clickbait headline, but you better be able to back that up and you can't back this up. There is nothing in this article that says the Jazz were trying to hide the homeless because they were embarrassed or it was a blight. Schemers trying to control their little world. Nothing. What this article points to and what these emails point to is the jazz with many other community services including government and the road home were trying to find a solution to help those homeless people deal with the influx of humanity including law enforcement that was going to be detrimental to their well-being You have no evidence that they were embarrassed by that. There was a plight that they uh, to to get rid of the homeless people so the streets look pristine because that's what these headlines in this you know sub headline tries to paint the picture of.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, I I have not exactly always been like you know, really kind or like sun, sunflower and roses with Ryan Smith, you know, the owner of the Utah Jazz. I mean, I've, I've, I have my certain points of contention, but I've always said that I think Ryan has done a pretty good job overall. And, and my, when I saw this, you know, my thing with it was just that it definitely is personal. I mean, you're, you're inferring that the Utah Jazz wanted to save face during the All-Star game uh, and get all these homeless people out of here because it's a bad look. When in reality, that's not really what happened. And I think, you know, everyone, everyone always wants to say, oh well, the YouTube hacks, and these guys don't have sources, and these guys don't know anything, and 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 you know, like you guys just don't like the jazz. And it's like, no, dude, like it doesn't have any any. It's not personal like that with us, like. If, if like, I'd be like, if this was true, if there was any meat to this story or any balls to the story, yeah, I'd have a real problem with this. If you said to me, Hey, the jazz wanted to move out a bunch of homeless people because you know, it's a bad look for the all-star game and they don't want to, they don't want to be embarrassed by it, you know, but you know, the three years prior to the all-star game or the two years prior to it, that Ryan Smith had owned the team, he didn't give a damn about the homeless people. Then we would have a problem. But that's exactly and precisely what this headline does. It makes it out like they don't care about the homeless people; that they more in fact care about their image and their face, and they just wanted to move these people out because of that. And that's not necessarily true. Do you understand that homeless people actually are uh, like get are in danger? Like people overreact to homeless people all the time. And I'm certainly not saying that that the 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 homeless uh population, the homeless situation downtown in Salt Lake. It is absolutely a conversation that needs to be had. There absolutely needs to be some action taken on that front. I'm with that 100%. But what I'm not with is trashing the Utah Jazz and Ryan Smith's integrity when they haven't done anything it's wrong. It's not here, even dude.
1: trashing them. Like, it's going out of your way to come to create a narrative that never existed. It is going out of your way to try and damage an organization in the Utah Jazz, especially since Ryan Smith took over, that is doing so much for the community, whether that is underprivileged scholarships or helping the homeless or working in the community or what, whatever you want to point to, because they do a number of great things for our community. Mm-hmm. What is the point of this piece? Mm-hmm. So, like, and the other thing that this does is it erodes the public trust in journalism. It makes it more difficult in an era where we are already struggling to believe what is written and what is said. You get stuff like this out of the Salt Lake Tribune who's supposed to be a bastion of journalism in our community, not owned by the church, like supposedly independent, and then you get trash like this. And I am just shocked by it. Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely shocked by it. And that Andy Larson, the beat writer for the Jazz, retweeted this. It is exactly what's wrong with the Salt Lake Tribune, and here I'm asking you not to support them. And I, it, I think it's I think it's just terrible for our community.
0: And I think you know the other thing that I would just point out here, and and again, like we've had our our, you know, you want to call it run-ins or whatever with Andy Larson. Like I think the other layer to this that's really interesting is that you know this piece gets written. Then Andy tweets it, and then Andy creates a thread on the Utah Jazz and Ryan Smith, which is what kind of made me feel like it was personal with Ryan because you see what he did here. He does the homeless story. He tweets that first. Then in the next one, he 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 tweets a Ryan Smith story about abortion and and what Ryan talked about with that. Then he retweets another story about how like Ryan sold his ten percent ownership shares in Qualtrics for twelve billion dollars. So what's the inference? The inference is that Ryan Smith cares about abortion, doesn't care about homeless people, and by the way, he just made twelve billion dollars off selling his shares of Qualtrics, which makes the homeless thing even worse. And it, by inference, that's what I was like. Okay, hey. If he hadn't done that, then maybe it's not personal with Ryan Smith, and maybe that's just a story, maybe that's just a one-off thing. But when you when you see, because in journalism, especially in the newspaper industry now, Twitter is super important for those for those folks in that industry, right? Because Twitter is how information gets shared. It's how you keep your readers involved. Like that's it's right. how like it's how you get your medium out. And I don't have an issue with that. But I just felt like there was this picture painted of hey, this guy Ryan Smith, who who you know by some accounts lost an absolute ass load of money on the all-star game because they had to renovate the building. Like you understand that, Hey, the all-star game is this huge pageantry. So your building has to be able to accommodate that your building has to be able to do certain things to be able to execute the all-star game at the highest level it can possibly be executed at by NBA mandate. The NBA doesn't really give you a choice. So not only did Ryan, um, put hundreds of millions of dollars into renovating the building, for the all-star game. You're talking about paying fees to the Post Malone's of the world, the Travis Scott's of the world, like all all this stuff, like you're putting out all this money to basically create this, this weekend experience for the all-star game. I had an issue with the Carl Malone thing. I had an issue with, with what Chuck said on TV about Salt Lake. But other than that, the weekend was pretty successful, I would say. So like, that's my thing. You turned what was a, a, a <sighs> mostly successful weekend in the all-star game into this thing now, what, two weeks later or whatever it's been now? You've turned it into like this negative thing
1: and I just, I don't know. I guess... I don't understand. I don't understand why we have to do this. They lost... I think people uh, automatically assume, automatically assume that the Jazz, you know, they just are trying to hide the homeless people. Like, if I read some of these and you look at some of these comments, like a lambo the celebrities coming from la are well aware of homeless people yeah i don't believe you're trying to get homeless people off the streets so that the famous people in basketball don't have to see them there's no evidence of any kind that the jazz took part in efforts to hide the homelessness there 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 just is no evidence of that shit like it it didn't happen yeah but yet what do you get you get the Salt Lake Tribune writing this article and if you, because how many people, how many people see this this headline and are actually going to take the time to read it? None. Because look at it. The Jazz claimed no involvement in plans to get homeless Utah's off the streets for the All-Star Game. Email show otherwise. Team President Jim Olson spoke with Salt Lake County Mayor Jenny Wilson about plans to get more unsheltered Utah's off the streets during the big event. So all that says, that's what they wrote. All that says is, oh, well, they're embarrassed. It's the blight. Oh, man, it's a black eye. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. Does it go on to tell you that the, a lot of those emails and the gist of those emails were the in, the negative impact the influx of humans would have on the homelessness? Does it does it go on to talk about the mental health? Does it go on to talk about how law enforcement and people being around that aren't normally around impacts the homeless in in Salt Lake City? Mm-hmm. Does it go on to talk about how there was a, a a plan that I thought was a good plan to use library facilities or no? It doesn't. It just goes on to do nothing because nobody's going to read it and they're going to assume that the the utah jazz took part in efforts to hide the homelessness that exists in salt lake city which is garbage
0: and that's the whole point of putting it on twitter right i mean yes right like you want as many people to see it as possible and you want to paint this picture of hey we've got a three-piece thing about abortion and homelessness and and x y and z and we know And this isn't us saying saying about people not reading most of the time. You can go and look up analytics and they will tell you most people are scrolling through things like platforms like Twitter and they're saying, oh, hey, check this out, check that out. But they're not actually going in. Like no one's going to go past that paywall if they've not
1: already gone past it. Yeah, if you're not a subscriber, right, like if you look at main event, main event said I tried to read it, there's a paywall. So you're not so going to read it. You, if you're behind, if you, if you don't subscribe, you're just going to see that headline and be like, man, that's really bad from the Jazz.
0: I, what do people think? Honestly, like like maybe, 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 maybe we're wrong on this. I don't know. What do you guys think of this headline? Because I think it has very negative implications.
1: Tanner Plummer says, I still take the Tribune over other outlets in Utah media world. However, it's basically me picking the lesser of two evils, which you're not wrong about that. You're absolutely not wrong about that. I I don't think anyways. Um, Michael Peck, a member of the program, says, so is it a coincidence that they moved the homeless out right before All-Star Weekend? It's not a coincidence. The the real question you should be asking is why did they do that? Yeah. Why did the Road Home put so many assets behind moving homeless people away from the downtown area for All-Star Weekend? They did that because of the negative impact it has on the homeless it is a really tough couple of days because there's all kinds of people around yet law enforcement and homeless people cannot coexist yeah it usually ends very badly and especially when we know that much of the homeless community is dealing with mental health issues Mm -hmm. which is why they're in that predicament you put people around them that make them uncomfortable they will act out bad things will happen mm-hmm. you need to protect them they are they are very vulnerable humans and so people like the road home people like the county people like the city people like the jazz we're working together in these emails to find solutions and it's very difficult to it's very difficult to put any blame here on the jazz so the issue isn't that there's some coincidence that
0: they move the homeless people out that like That comment tells tells me exactly what we're talking about here. You probably read the headline and said, oh, it's no coincidence that they moved those people out right when the All-Star game came in because they don't want to be embarrassed. It's like, no, dude, that's not what happened. That's precisely what we're talking about. The the Utah Jazz and Ryan Smith and their team president should be getting credit for, for... even having the conversation they don't have to have that conversation they're not responsible for the homeless issue yet they're having the conversation and they're trying to find solutions because once again what no one wants to talk about is that the utah jazz are not profitable on the all-star game and really are not profitable on the on the all-star weekend because that's what it is for the jazz it's a weekend it's not just the game it's not just the three-point contest or the dunk contest with mcclung Right. It's the weekend. It's Travis Scott. It's all the bars in the area. It's all the events they have outside of the arena that they have to pay for and make sure Dude, they
1: lost like, tens of like, millions of dollars on this.
0: That's what I'm saying. It, I mean, that's why I have an issue. I don't it don't is have, a lot. I don't have an issue with the trib doing doing like investigative reporting and that reporting shining negatively on the jazz. I'm not a jazz fan. We're based in Salt Lake and cover the team, though. So what do you know about the show? You know it's the truth in in sports talk. That's what we do. So when the Trib writes a hit piece and then wants to market it as, hey, like, there's an issue here. And, hey, like, the Jazz are trying to run from the homeless. Like, that's, for me, that's a problem because it's not integrity based journalism it is we need subscribers and and readers so we need to put these headlines out like the headline literally should have said utah jazz working with road what what is it called the road home the road home to to
3: the utah jazz
1: are working with the road home and city and state officials to solve homelessness or the impact of the all-star game on the homeless Something of that. If you want to write it, this is a non-story. Yeah, this is a not. Put the, the emails in there. Get a comment like these are these are stories and these are events that happen all the time. By the way, all of our NBA and Utah Jazz talk on the Monte Show, presented by our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Hey man, the best car wash in the business. I'll tell you what. Right now, I'm missing my guys at Quick Quack Car Wash um, in Utah because my car is wrecked. Hank, the uh, Grand Cherokee is covered in salt and snow and rain and dirt and soot would love to have a muddy duck car wash right now i'm telling you get to any quick quack car wash around you because it just goes without saying one they're all local business owners two the car wash is fantastic right you know when you go to quick quack car wash it is a great quality car wash three you're in and out of there in five minutes mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how busy they are it does not matter if the lines around the building you're in you're out five minutes and you get a smile you get a professional person who's dressed well who understands the product they're going to be like hey monty good to see you anything else we can do for you today because the first thing they do is put your computer your license plate into their system hey he's got a membership i do i have the best membership all right cool And I just say, hey, can I get a muddy duck today, please? Yeah, sure, no problem. Right on your windshield, boom, done. Oh, by the way, the vacuums are free. Oh, by the way, the the damp towels are free. Mm -hmm. It's just a really good experience. That quick quack car wash, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. A couple more comments on this. By the way, the Jazz uh, tip off here in about, what, 30 minutes or so, I guess. Um, In Miami, Jazz are on a two-game winning streak. yeah. But they're tanking. Yeah,
0: I know, right? They're trying to lose every game. Talon Horton Tucker sucks, right? Can't do anything.
1: Hey, man, my guy, Talon Horton Tucker, right. you know my favorite NBA right, player. Right, right. Hey, I'll eat crow on it. He had thirty-seven the other night. It's one game. It he is one big, game. He had a big game, but it's gonna you can happen. see the potential there now. Mm. You can see that. I don't know. Is that development? Could be. I, I mean, you're he, playing like, dude, a really okay. bad Charlotte team. I think
0: he had a big night. The ball was going in the hole a lot. Like. If you've ever played basketball, you know that feeling. When 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 you are shooting it, and you're like, yep, feels good tonight. That thing's going in. It's pure. I feel good. Don't have to think twice. Everyone has those nights. And and so I'm not going to sit here and overreact and say this guy is capable of 27, 28 a game. I think this guy could be a 15 to 18 point a night guy. I think he can be that. I think he can be, you know, six, seven dimes a night. I think he can be that. And what does that look like? That looks like a six man. That's what I think. He should be in this league. Bring him what he is. He should be this team's next
1: JC role player guy. He's never going to be Jordan Clarkson, but no, that's the role no, he should not. fill. I would agree with that. He's never going to be that guy. He's never going to be that guy. I agree with that 100%. My curiosity, though, is, you know, what, what can this team be the rest of the way? Because if you look at, if you look at them tonight and you understand that you're playing the Heat, you probably should not win this game, but the Heat are only three games better than the Jazz, right? Like the Heat are only three yeah. games better than the Jazz. You feel like, hey, this is an opportunity for the Jazz to win a game. This is an opportunity to be on a three-game winning streak. You're, you're tied um, in a playoff position right now. Mm-hmm. Is this a? Do you see the Jazz making the playoffs, and would that be a good thing?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely think they're capable of making the playoffs. I think, I, yeah, I mean, like you just said, it's really close. I mean, there's a lot of teams right they're around. They're tied you.
1: with New Orleans, the Lakers, OKC for the ninth spot. Yeah. Okay, and then right about ahead of the Jazz, one game is Dallas and Minnesota, two games up. Uh, our Golden State and the Lakers, and then I think Phoenix, Memphis, Sacramento, and Denver are all out of reach.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what's tough is that the Jazz are just a really inconsistent team. I, I think there are a lot of nights where the Jazz are better than the Heat, are better than I OKC, or you know any of those teams you, you want to point out. I, I, there are a lot of nights where they're better than those teams, but I think the trouble is is that. You know, and it's like that Will Hardy press conference we played last week, like where Will Hardy's saying things like when there's, you know, jerseys from the other team, when there's three of those guys standing in front, you, you should probably pass. It's like the Jazz just find themselves in grooves where they don't pass the ball. There's not a lot of ball movement. I think Chris Dunn has helped with that. I think Chris Dunn has really brought an energy to the floor that promotes ball movement for sure, but he can't be on the floor all game. You know, so that's why I say it really depends on the group that's out there. But I I really think this team making the playoffs or not hinges on Jordan Clarkson's availability. He's out tonight. He's not going to play again. And I think that it like I get it. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that his production just gets replaced automatically. So that's the tough part.
1: Well, and I actually think main event asks a really good question. Like, what's the story behind Jordan Clarkson's hand? Well, the story is they should have traded him at the deadline and they didn't. Mm hmm. And I think you're seeing a guy that is having a want-to problem. That's and helpful. I think Jordan loves playing basketball, but if you if you have a broken fingernail on this club, you're not going to play. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason to rush him back. Good news, bad news, winning, losing, it doesn't matter. You want guys to be as healthy as they can be, and Jordan's not a guy that you're working to develop. Frankly, I mean these these younger guys. Chris Dunn's a very interesting guy. I mean, I, I'm curious, you know exactly what the 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 next iteration of Chris Dunn looks like but Mm -hmm. why have they not signed this guy for the rest of the season that's the I don't know that's the idea that's the question I I I wonder about like what is it going to take to bring Chris Dunn to this club um for the rest of the year I'm very interested because the
0: rest of the year is running out of time yeah I mean what do you got 15 games left
1: or something like that I mean isn't
0: it I mean we're we're in the teens now I'm pretty sure so I don't know. I, I like I said. I, I think it, a lot of it just comes down to what what Will Hardy's opinion is based on what he sees on the floor. Like there are a lot of nights where he plays guys, where I'm like, man, like why is this guy getting so many minutes tonight? What is the, I mean, are like when Fontecchio was really struggling, I was like, dude, like why do you keep running him out there? Like he needs to earn his minutes back. That's how that's how it works in the NBA. Like, if you're missing a lot, like, yeah. I think he, at one point, there was like a 10-game stretch here recently where he was shooting like 13% from three, just like really struggling, going through it, as all NBA players do. And and that's why I said, like, I just don't know why you keep running him out there. Run Chris Dunn out there. Run,
1: you know, who the hell ever, right? Like, spread the minutes yeah. out to guys who need more minutes. I think his, his second 10-day expires tonight. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. THT, TNT, whatever it takes, little this, little I agree. I totally agree. Totally agree. Delambo says sure it doesn't, uh, but I don't think the All Star game had a positive impact other than improving the stadium. If you don't win it all, what's the point of having a nice empty arena? Well and the Jazz lost tens of millions of dollars on the All Star game. Yeah, but you know what
0: the difference is? Their stadium's always packed. Well, it is. I, I don't disagree with doesn't that. It doesn't
1: matter if the team sucks. Fans still show out. Drew Money, who's a member of the show, says, it's good to have a winning culture, but I'd rather have a chance in the lottery than in this next draft um you know i think they're gonna they have the assets to do whatever they want in the draft i mean if they don't have let's say they want a vw they could trade up to get into that spot i mean they have an enormity enormity of assets whether it's picks players and i don't think people understand that i mean yeah they don't have to do anything Uh, honest to goodness cj vance a member of the program the Salt Lake Tribune story is a perfect example of why it's hard to trust traditional media anymore. They create narratives that aren't there. That's the problem. You're trying to create the news instead of reporting on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just think it's a nothing burger. I really do think it's a nothing burger. Um, Jeff Johnson says Trevor Bauer to play in Japan. This I'm glad yeah. you brought this up, Geoff. Do you guys remember the Trevor Bauer story? So Trevor Bauer... Gets hooked up with a San Diego Padre fan. They have, I don't know, what's the right way to say this? Cover yours if you're young. <laughs> they have rough, violent sex multiple times. Yeah. She goes to the cops. He pulls their text messages. Like, it gets nasty. They go through court. She eventually gets laughed out of court. No charges filed major league baseball suspends him for years right appeals the suspension gets shortened Mm, he gets reinstated the dodgers cut him nobody will sign him yeah so today he announced that he's going to play in the uh npb in uh japan four million bucks and yet mike clevenger is allowed to pitch for the chicago white sox who, by the way, what's the oddity in that? I believe Mike Clevenger and this woman had encounters, and Clevenger and Bauer are very good friends. Mm-hmm. Having said that, what's happening with Trevor Bauer is, I think, exactly what's happening with uh, Lamar Jackson. I don't think anybody will sign Lamar to a long deal because it would hurt the Ravens and hurt the league. I think Major League Baseball made it known that Trevor Bauer is not to play baseball until that suspension's been served. Whether that is a free agent or whether that is in Japan or Mexico, they don't care. You are not to sign Trevor Bauer. And I I truly believe that's what's happened to Trevor Bauer. And I think it's tragic and I think it's wrong because Trevor Bauer, regardless of your opinions about what he likes to do in the bedroom... Trevor Bauer did nothing that should morally, ethically, or criminally keep him from playing the game. Agreed. You don't have to like what he did. You don't have to agree what he did. You don't have to think that that's the way you treat women. He did nothing morally, ethically, or criminally wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. So says a judge, by the way. So says the text messages. So says an arbitrator, by the way. So why is he not playing in baseball? Because baseball doesn't want that on their books. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it is a crime. It is absolutely a crime. What is happening to Trevor Bauer? Yeah, it's, I, it's and wrong. I
0: also think it's a shot over the bow to any successful dude. dude. I mean, you can't do that stuff. But you just this can't.
1: is but this is why I say Trevor Bauer had sex with a San Diego Padre fan. <laughs> with all due respect, until we found out about all of the craziness, mm-hmm. I'm just asking Trevor, how how did you think that was going to work out? Eternal. How did you think that was going to work out, bro? Because I'm telling you now, it was never going to work out well. Mm-hmm. It was never going to work out well. I just, I don't know what yeah. you were thinking. And I, I look at situations like Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer has to own a significant amount of what happened in this situation. And I'll say the same thing about Brittany Griner in Russia as we've talked about at length on the show. Like when you're an adult and you make a decision, you better be willing to live with that decision. Um. Right? Um, like, I mean, you yeah. just better be willing to live with that.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you for the most part. I I, you know, I I definitely think, you know, Major League Baseball, NFL, you know, even the NBA. I mean, y- you look at what goes on and you can't tell me the owners don't get together and say, Hey, yeah, we're not. This dude's not doing this. We're not, he's not playing again.
1: And I I think I've I've said not to keep patting myself on the back about how amazing I am. But I think I said this long before they ever even suspended him. He was never going to play again. I don't think he'll ever pitch another inning in Major League Baseball. I just don't. Yep. I don't think Trevor, Trevor Bauer was a pain in the ass to begin with. Enormously talented guy. It's the Kaepernick situation. Dude. But he was, an en- he was a significant pain in the ass, yeah. which is why he bounced around so much. And yep. now I'm hoping it changed him. I'm hoping it changed him. I wish him nothing but the best. But here's another guy that got caught in sex and it ruined his career. Point at Bill Clinton, point at Donald Trump, point I at mean, all we're, these we're dudes. Good.
0: we're good with racism, but when it comes to sex, Dude, we're not having it. But look
1: at this Stormy Daniels indictment. Yeah. Look at this situation with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not going to get in trouble for a, a number of other things in business. They're trying to get him for paying off Stormy Daniels. So it was the sex you had that you now deny. You say you were extorted. Yeah. You're Donald Trump. You're one of the richest men in the world at one point. What are you doing with a porn star? You're Bob Kraft. What you are you know doing? You know what he's doing. You're Bob Kraft. What are you doing in a rub tug joint? Yeah. Like, you're <laughs> Trevor Bauer. You're making tens of millions of dollars a year playing for the LA Dodgers. You're one of their best pitchers. What are you doing having sex and freaky sex with a San Diego Padre fan? <laughs> At your house in Pasadena. Yeah, I mean, I think that... What are you doing? I mean, this all comes down to
0: guys just think that they're not going to get in trouble. And, and, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, again, not to, not to go back to the jaw thing, but it's the same thing. I mean, you, you are Mr. Tough Guy until you, the pow, you know, until Powerade pulls their commercials, until... By the way, yeah, you did know, you guys see that
1: today? In, yeah. a, in another text I sent you that you ignored, Ja Morant uh, and Powerade are on hold. Powerade has not released their campaign they have not started their campaign with John Morant so let me get this right Ja again sex you had to go to the strip club and now has everybody seen the pictures of John Morant in the strip club oh it's everything you think a strip club should be chicks thongs on your face like it's everything you probably want mm-hmm. as a dude and then you pulled out a gun and now power Eight's like yeah it's not really the nasty chick in the thong that's riding your face i'm so worried about it. it's the gun that you had yeah we'll talk in a few weeks good yeah.
0: luck kid and i think the problem is is that it wasn't even the gun it was the instagram live if he never goes live none of this is even a thing that's the problem they think that look, they can
1: share it with the world but look at all these dudes mm-hmm. who fall at the feet of sex yeah I'm telling you Yeah, this isn't new pornography is the great destroyer of men mm. the culture of sex with young people in this country the readily available pornography on your phone when you're a young kid I'm telling you it creates these situations yeah. uh, it, it just it just uh, Jeremy Callahan that is not funny he said, power, he's hesitant to pull the trigger on Josh. See what, see what he did there? How's that Bluetooth working out for you? Anyway, the point is, <laughs> Jake is such a stickler for tech- technicalities, and he's running drops off Bluetooth today, and he hates it. He hates every second of it. Anyway, my point is, my point is, mm-hmm. See, but it's a trigger on it. Yeah, it's a trigger. It's a it's shot, right? And stuff. Yeah, and Ja had mm-hmm. a gun, and yeah, it's funny. Mike P says, uh, from what I heard, Trevor was just soaking.
0: Yeah, apparently not, dude. Apparently not. Yeah.
1: Can't... But am I the only one? That, like, am I making too much out of the Padre fan? You're a pitcher for the Dodgers. No, you should have known better. You should have known better. She is a noted fangirl. Like, she has sex with Padre players. And allegedly. this is what I
0: think is funny. Like, the Tiger NDA thing. Right, the lady. So Tiger's ex-girlfriend, you know, they break up. She wants the NDA dissolved, which is fine. I'm cool with that. Cool, you're not in the relationship anymore. Great, but it doesn't surprise me. Tiger makes you sign an
1: NDA. But 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 but, but, but did you hear what Tiger did, <laughs> bro? Tiger Woods dating this girl moves her into his house where his kids live. They have a long-term relationship. They break up. She won't leave. <clears throat> so tiger one day goes to play golf this is the alleged story Mm -hmm. tiger goes to play golf all right thanks have a good day then all of a sudden some of tiger's staff shows up and they're like hey uh ex-girlfriend um tiger wanted to do something nice for you so uh here's a free vacation let's let's get your stuff we're going to the airport So wait, let me get this right. He broke up with you. You won't leave. He wants you to leave. You think he's going to give you a free vacation. She packed her stuff and went to the airport where she was met allegedly by one of his staff members who had negotiation and settlement papers in his hand. Mm. While they're at the airport, Tiger's having the locks changed back at the house. You're out. And he allegedly went through her stuff and found $40,000 in cash that he allegedly kept.
0: And all of this is happening. He's probably out on the course, eight under, practicing.
1: And he is now being sued by this woman for $40 million. I think it was $30 or $40 million. It's Tiger Woods. How did you think this was going to end? Did you think this was going to end in like, oh, it was so nice. We, We kissed and... We made out, and he proposed to me, and we lived happily ever after. Yeah, okay, keep dreaming. Dude, he is, I I guarantee, I I would think, allegedly, maybe. Allegedly. There's a chance, although it be small, that Tiger Woods is probably behind a Perkins somewhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In an SUV. Yeah, he's
1: going full swing out there. This is the same guy who, who reportedly found out his dad died while he was in bed with a hooker. That's every day. And you thought he would marry you and you would live happily ever after. Well, like, what? hello. My fucking ass. Is this thing on?
0: No, no, it's not. Not at all. <laughs>
1: what you, did you not see Elon punch him in the face with a golf club after he was high on Ambien and then allegedly crashed his car allegedly high on allegedly Ambien? <laughs> And you thought happily ever. Did, did you not see Lindsey Vaughn's nudes leaked off of his phone hack? And oh. Rack Attack! Did you not see her skis on full display in those videos? Dude. And you're, you thought happily ever after.
0: The Lexus should have scared you off.
1: Come on. Come on. You knew what you were doing. You just have to like snap out of it a little bit. Yeah, seriously. Brandon Butler says, it's no Jake texting, but Tiger will do. Yeah, I mean, he's not me, but I mean, he'll do. Jackass. If you're dating Jake and he sends you a text, it's probably over. Just so you know. Well, now you're on the FaceTiming for breakups now, right? (laughs) Mm. Mm. Okay, I'll move on. Um, Spangler says, she's not going to get her 40 million, but he'll settle. Oh, he'll settle. You don't want that NDA, bro. Y'all feel me? We don't want to know what Tiger does in the jungle. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> that, with t- the jungle. It's swinging from a vine. We get it. We get it. Okay. I don't want to see his tail. Tiger definitely ain't afraid uh, to use the driver. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean, dude? Okay. Uh, all about the money, Monty. <sighs> yeah, probably right, Bigfoot. Uh, D-Rock Irish says it's called squatter's law. She needs to stay in that house. Dude, why did you go to the airport, lady? excuse me so let me you're an idiot so let me get this right he wants you to leave you won't leave so you thought he was going to give you a free vacation um how gangster is it to get her not only out of the house but then to have somebody with paperwork for her at the airport (laughs) excellent
2: strategy sir
1: paperwork for her at the airport well done and then you change the locks before she could get back home and take her forty thousand dollars in cash venom and vitriol Allegedly, savage. T. I mean, there's Lawrence, no other way around it. T. Lawrence Graxton says, "Tiger Woods, y'all." Yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> dude. How is the tangerine Twitter machine, Stormy Daniels, still going? And that's the crazy thing. Donald Trump is in a position, yeah, where a porn star could be his ultimate undoing. <laughs> Not any of the other like. <clears throat> Not any of the other, like, law, tax, other stuff that he had been accused of. Who knows if he did it or didn't. The sex with a porn star allegedly that he's now denying. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have sex with her, why did you pay her off? He says she was extorting him, but if what is she extorting you with? If, you, if, if See, if you hadn't um, parked the car in the garage, um, what would she be extorting um.
0: you for? Who the hell knows? But you did, and we do know.
1: And at the end of the day, what got Bill Clinton impeached? An intern smoking one <laughs> of, like, she yeah, smoked she his cigar. She and then
0: smoking ayahuasca,
1: if you know what I mean. An intern undid Bill Clinton. Quite literally. A porn star is going to undo Donald Trump. Tiger Woods undid his girlfriend. I'm going to do that. Dude, I, I just don't know how people... But you know
0: what I love? You know what I respect about Tiger? Out of all these dudes... Tiger is the one doing the scheming, right? (laughs) Tiger at least is on offense. Even if his offense sucks and it's terrible, right? Like when I heard the story that he couldn't get her to leave, so he was like, "All right, let me, let me, let me take the reverse Uno card out. Let me play Mister Nice. The reverse Uno card. Let me, let me give her a nice little trip. Let me get her ass to LAX, and then once she's at LAX." I'm gonna have buddy the locksmith come in and change all the smart locks on my house and I'm gonna change the password to the you know the Vivin app or whatever security system he uses and change that too so she doesn't have access and then I'm gonna have Bob the you know the guy that serves papers serve her her papers and then she's gonna know it's over and she's still gonna go on the vacation thinking about me that's incredible to me. That he is that deep in this thing, that he would go to those lengths.
1: By the way, Taylor Jenkins, the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, was just asked if Ja will be back on Friday. No comment. He said there's a lot of internal There's a, there's a lot of internal dialogue going on. Oh, is there Taylor? And mm. Jaw is involved. Mmm. And that's where he left it. Mm. So you we'll know. see you next year, Ja. Um, Bigfoot Duck says swinging it, quote, just like Tiger Woods Kurt Peters I need Tiger to be my breakup manager I'm saying Tanner says It's crazy that Stormy not January 6th Will be the undoing of Darth Taxi Vader Darth Taxi Vader <laughs> Bro Good afternoon dudes Just wanted to say thanks My dad uh, got into an accident And I told him to call the advocates Wow I hope Is he okay? Yeah Gage, Gage what good, happened dude? dude? Yeah what, what's going on here? What happened? Man I hope he's alright that's, you know what, man? I've had so many people ask me. Yeah. The Monty Show has always brought to you by The Advocates. I'm right. serious about this, dead serious. I've had so many people ask me, hey, is that Advocates thing real? Yes. Yes, dude. I have known Matt Driggs, who is one of the founding partners at The Advocates for 10 years. They have helped so many people in that exact situation. And it's, it, the thing about The Advocates is, hopefully you never have to call them. Hopefully you never have to chat with an attorney live online for free 24 hours a day at the yeah but that one moment where you get in an accident because some guy was driving distracted and the advocates help you you know get back to living your full life mm-hmm. because when you get in a car accident, you cannot maybe you're injured heaven's to forbid maybe your car's totaled maybe you can't work like it is a it is a frustrating like, really difficult situation. I've totaled a car in an accident, man. It is a helpless feeling. It is a helpless feeling. There's just nowhere to go. You need somebody to guide you through that. That's what the advocates are for. Because you didn't deserve to get in in that accident. But you do deserve somebody to fight for you. The advocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. I hope your dad's okay, dude. Like, getting in an accident is is no joke. Seriously, it's no joke. Brandon Butler says, Tiger doesn't want to get hit with the club again. Really upped his game. This was a hole in one. See what he did there. Okay, more golf analogies. Yeah, more golf analogies. Yep. And my Monty fan. Hey, my guy. Good to see you. Didn't know Tiger were, uh, Tigers were cold-blooded. Tiger, uh, Listen. He is. I'm serious. If you're, if you're a hot, young, attractive woman, and Tiger Woods is like, hey, can I get your number? The answer's no. no. The answer's no. No. N- no. Aaron Rodgers walks up to you. and He's like, you want to share some ayahuasca? No. The answer's no. Like, why do you dare? Hell no. Donald Trump asks you, hey, can I get your number? No. Hell no. Bill Clinton? No. Hell no. Like, think of any of the philanderers. Hell no. Hell if, no. Listen. Here's the thing. He's had sex with porn stars, hookers, call girls, by all accounts just one Perkins waitress in his SUV behind the restaurant next to a trash bin. Stay hard. Are you really telling me that you think he's you're going to be the one you're different, right? I've Yes, I've, yes, yes. I've never understood this. Like don't say yes. Don't don't do it. Do you really like I look at us as men, generally as a rule, if you are somebody that is a serial philanderer, and you <coughs> cheat on people, do you think Nick Cannon's going to stop spraying his manhood everywhere and getting women pregnant like every 15 minutes? The answer is no. Now, he, <laughs> just, I, and I'm out on a limb here, Nick Cannon's going to make more human beings i'm just I, I know what it's crazy dude what nick- was the money line on that one man nick cannon what do you want for your birthday <laughs> his, answer, his answer is not going to be condoms based on his track record right like you know if you're dating tiger woods trevor bauer if you're dating trevor bauer guess what he likes physical rough like brutal sex mm-hmm. probably it, it, hey i'm trevor bauer if if any of the women that are around japan's baseball teams if he asks for your number, say no nope okay, fuck you how's that nope sorry i'm gonna be a nun i'm out trev <sighs> like you can't no, do I it it's not hey bill clinton's hiring interns nah sorry we're I'm good. only here for one reason <laughs> yeah, that's probably true steve ballmer <laughs> That's probably true. Got you out of your routine today, but I'm proud to be here with you. (laughs) Jeremy Callahan (laughs) says just one Perkins waitress. Hard to believe he there. Listen, if he's at Perkins, tell me that Tiger Woods isn't a Cracker Barrel guy.
2: Is my recommendation of this proposal. Yeah,
1: come on. Yeah. What are some other seedy restaurants? Like there's got to be a Hardee's near a golf course somewhere he's played at, right? You're so fucked. Yeah, dude, I I don't know. Hardee's, Perkins. Uh, But he's above Denny's, right? Is he above Arby's? Okay, Arby's is like fast food. Perkins, at least you sit down and... Whatever. I mean, how do you close a Perkins waitress, dude? Like, how do you get to the point where it's like, hey, by the way, I got an SUV parked out back.
0: He's Tiger Woods, right? So he has that helping him.
1: I got an SUV parked out back, sweetheart. Yeah, what would you say? Are you a par three or what are we talking about here? Is your break coming up anytime soon? Because... Yeah. How do you do? You're Tiger Woods. Oh, dude. I hop. I hop. I hop. Oh, I hop. No, Jangles. But isn't Jangles fast food? He's not like doing, he's not doing Carl. chuck rama Okay, even I'm not going behind chuck rama <laughs> Tiger Woods is not <laughs> Chuck-a-rama, dude. Like, what is the level of I'll park my SUV out back, see you in five minutes? Chilies? Chilies? Right? Applebee's? No, Applebee's has the appetizer tower. I think it, it, you got, it takes a long time to eat all those onion rings, yeah, man. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Yeah. No, he'd probably do it behind Applebee's. You know. Um, oh, Black Bear Diner? Yes. Black Bear Diner. For sure. Uh, Brandon Butler says, I would say Denny's, but you know, Denny's wouldn't let him in. Wow. See, like there was that scandal. Wow. It, at denny's bro. bob evans yes bob evans down on the farm remember those you don't there were commercials and it's like bob bro, what are you evans, talking about man country sausage killing you one artery at a time <laughs> bob evans down on the farm bro what are you talking about you guys man? remember those commercials hell no oh those were great commercials no, i don't remember those dude and they used, you used to be able to go into their restaurant and they'd serve you those small little breakfast sausage patties Oh, and then they would pour like the gravy on top of it. And I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe for every third trip to the restaurant, they give you a free catheter as an incentive. Dude. Right? It's a free catheter. That's heart surgery. Dude. Dude. Bro. What do you know? Oh, Gary says, what about Sizzler? Sizzler is, I used to love Sizzler.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. I used to. Waffle House yes truck stop conference waffle house. O P H. yeah shake and steak steak and shake isn't it steak and shake bye buddy said apparently shake and steak dude if you're gonna have a take get it right it's steak and shake apparently my wife is leaving somewhere she hates our show i'm gonna run to ulta she needs mascara all right tammy faye uh anyway get the fuck out anyway Shonies! Oh my God, I haven't I haven't thought about Shonies, and I don't know how, how Love you. Okay,
0: You bye. know Shorehouse. Shorehouse is what oh, it is. Oh yeah, Shorehouse.
1: Shorehouse
0: used to be, and it Shore closed House. now. But it was a, it was one of those those like sort of diner places that you would go to at like one a.m. and get a tall stack with some bacon. Oh yeah, and like Mrs. Just,
1: Montini. Mrs. Dude. Montini. Man, I just remember one of, we went to a club with one of her friends, and her friend got <laughs> <laughs> like Her friend got down.
0: Plastered.
1: And then we went to Shorehouse and had a bunch of pancakes and slept Man, it off.
0: pancakes sound
1: so good, dude. Mrs. Monty, you remember that trip to Shorehouse that night? Oh, my God. <laughs> there were some things that happened on the floor of that dance club that should not be talked
2: about. What now? And Let me tell you what now.
1: You that. It's a dance club, you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Riley O'Brien says, Shout out to Mrs. Monty for her work at the birthday bash. She was great as always talking with everybody and being just a cool and genuine person. There you go. Yeah, then we showed up and all that ended. It's fine. Please. It's fine. All right. Uh, huh. What? Man. We got wow. like 20 minutes left in the show. I know. You know, this hour of the show is presented uh, by our good friends at Barbecue Pit Stop, Logan, Leighton, Lehigh, St. George, the GZ, and of course our friends in Murray on State Street. The weather's coming eventually, I swear. Mm-hmm. I swear. Get your smoker now. We need to have a smoker event on the show. Yes. But you got to have a smoker on to have a smoker room. event. I'm telling you, go to barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. I'm a Traeger guy, iron1885. That's the way I roll. Yeah. But they have got a smoker for you. And maybe you're a Yoder guy, big green egg. Maybe you're a Camp Chef guy. Absolutely, hook it up. BBQPitstop.com. I'm all down to put my wings up against anybody's wings. Cause well, Jake makes my wings. Yeah. Uh, so Jake's wings against. Oh, roll rolling Shut your off. mouth! He I pour the seasoning on. He Asado seasoning, flavor knuckles. Get it, it. The best stuff in the world. I'm a Traeger guy. I'm a Traeger competition pellets or cherry pellets. I love them. Give me the wings, all drums, put the Asado seasoning on there. Boom. Done in 25 minutes. Bada boom, bada bing perfect every time and that's why i'm a smoker guy i know a lot of people are like, "Oh, smokers are so difficult to use they're not they're super easy plug it in turn on the power hit ignite you are a smoking king mm-hmm. you are a smoking king that's all you got to do put the pellets in the hopper boom done the hopper put the the asado seasoning on your your steaks your chops your ribeyes your wings hook it up i'm telling you yep Asado seasoning where it's at 25 minutes later, you're done. Boom. Get to BBQ Pit Stop. The thing about guys at BBQ Pit Stop, they're good dudes to do business with. We talk about it all the time. They're locally owned and operated. Hook it up, BBQPitStop.com. Chat with them free online. You can shop online. They'll take care of you. They ship right to your front door at BBQPitStop.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, Brady Cook says the signature blend is very good. Yes. Very good. Absolutely. Uh, Gumby says, smoking something. No, not smoking like that, dude. Although, I guess you could. Um, let's see. Uh, get to the hopper, That's Jeremy right. Callahan. That's right. exactly right. Uh, Brandon says, my orange habanero barbecue sauce will destroy y'all. Ooh.
0: Not a big habanero guy. I mean, that does sound good.
1: How but- hot is too hot?
0: Yeah, I mean, I like, regular buffalo sauce is not that hot. I enjoy that. But habanero, now you're getting into, like, next-level stuff.
1: Arlington Bears. Chris, good to see you and the lovely missus the other night, says, let's smoke something. I agree. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, all drums blaspheme. Really? Are we going to have to do drums and flats again at some point? I don't don't hate flats. They're just not... Drums are more enjoyable to eat, but I think you got to have a healthy mix. Hey, no. A healthy mix. Uh, Kurt Peter says, remember, guys, jerk your chicken. Yeah, jerk chicken's good, dude. Jerk chicken is good. We're going to have chicken for dinner tonight. <laughs> and I'm very excited about <laughs> it. Um, real quick, real quick. What do we got? The Bluetooth is messing with me, Jake. What do you mean, man? We got to get an aux
0: cable. We yeah, do. We need to get an, an aux
1: cable. It's real simple. An aux cable. Uh, I want to run through... Um, Boy, Trey Wingo is getting run out of this story. And I want to run through NFL real quick. Trey Wingo um, is saying that this deal to the Jets is done. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that it's done? I think they're just working on like
0: years, guarantees, you know, that type of stuff. But you think it's done yeah i think he's going to the jets for sure
1: i don't disagree with that i i you don't like, go can back just... to the packers after all this but dude. i think we just need to move on from it like today is nfl free agency day one um the bears added a lot of defense which makes you think they're going to draft offensive line mm-hmm. i think the 49ers became the best team in the nfl today yeah uh they added hankins from philadelphia they added sam darnold from carolina i think those two moves are huge it gives them stability on the defensive line. I think they by far have the best defense in the NFL. And I think Darnold doesn't have to be spectacular there. He just has to deliver the football, which he does. Um, he doesn't have to win them games, which he won't. I think he's the perfect fit at quarterback for them. I think they are by far the winners in free agency.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it looks nice on paper what they've done. I think their defense was already really good. They bolstered it, obviously, today. I think that, you know, Sam Darnold, everyone always says, oh, he just got to deliver the football. Well, eventually you're going to have well, to deliver that offense, the football. Well, offense, that's all against. you do have to do. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I get it. It's a Shanahan offense, totally understand, plug-and-play type deal. But at some point, at some point, your quarterback is going to have to make that elite throw to win you a game. And I, I'm with people who say, hey, defense wins championships. Yeah, but that only takes you so far. Meaning, yeah, you can have a great defense, but if you don't have the quarterback put up, you know, if you can't, if you can't, if you can't have 21 points walking off the bus, you're not going to win in the NFL. You're
1: just not. Yeah, That's the issue. I don't. But the bottom line is in San Francisco, I don't know how you score 21 points against them. Because that front seven is by far the best in football now. Yeah. I mean, it's no question. I think what the Broncos did on the offensive line, uh, Mike McGlinchey uh, at right tackle, Ben Powers inside a guard. You add that to Garrett Bulls. Um, I think they went out of their way to spend money to make or break with Russell Wilson, which I think is exactly what you had to do. Um, I think they had a very good day. I I'm telling you, I think the Chicago bears took a big step forward on their, on their defensive front. Certainly. Um, I think when you look at Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards, mm-hmm. I think those are two very nice pickups. Uh, I have to believe that they're going to draft offensive line now, because y- you, you, very clearly, you are married to Justin Fields, at least for the next two years. You got to do everything you could do a la Denver yeah. to give him the best chance to win. And and they were very close on Mike McGlinchey uh, to be their right tackle. I think you can draft a left tackle pretty easily in this at number six. Yeah, I think that's what they do. And I, I think the Bears will see. I mean, they're defensively. They were horrendous. Yeah, terrible. There there is no doubt about that. They were horrendous. But you, I, I really like where they've gone. I like what they've done here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that the Bears, you know, at some point you got to invest in the offensive line, and I think that's what they're going to do. And, and I think that they got to answer the question. It's a very simple question. Does Justin Fields run as much as he does because he can't read a defense and that's just kind of his escape hatch that he goes to? Or is it that he can read the defense and the offensive line constantly lets him down and that's why he runs a lot? That's what they need to figure out because, again, Running quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. We're seeing it with Lamar. You know, in, in, well, and to true. another even higher level effect, you do need to be able to roll the pocket to win a Super Bowl. But running, like being 50-50 run pass doesn't win championships. You need to be, you know, I would say 80% pass, 20% make the best of it, throw on the run guy to win a championship.
1: Yep, totally agree with that. Uh, let's get some of your comments in here. Um, Spangler says defense has won one championship, was back like 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, I still think defense wins you championships because, dude, I look at that 49er defense now, forget it. I mean, you're you're not scoring 21 points on them. And I think their, Trey Lance is going to be a disaster for them. Like I, I, I think that is yeah, going to be a, a a, a huge miss. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, John Famler says, if the 49ers bench Trey Lance for Sam Darnold, the 49ers wasted three first-round picks and one of the worst QB busts of all time. There's no That's doubt about correct. that. And now he's coming <clears throat> off of a huge injury. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So he's had his chance there to w- win that job and win their confidence, and he just hasn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what more he can do to try and get back in their good graces, but he's going to be there for at least two more years.
0: Yeah. He's got to ride out the rookie deal and then he's done. Yeah. And unfortunately that could be his
1: NFL career. Yeah. You do not, in my opinion, you do not give up on guys like Zach Wilson or Trey Lance after two years. Yeah. You, you just, you, you just don't do that. In my opinion, I, I just don't, I don't think you, you can do that. Uh, Kurt Peter says Broncos won the big one with a QB that could barely hit a 10 yard option. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But their defense was phenomenal. That was the Von Miller defense. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, largely, you look at the Rams Super Bowl. I mean, that defense was unbelievable. Now they've dismantled that whole thing. Yeah. But that Rams, you have to have a defense. Look at the Chiefs defense. Look at the Eagles defense. I mean, you are, you have to have one of the best defenses in football. Yes. To win. It's just that, it's just that simple. Yes. I mean there there's no other way to look at it. Um let's see. Uh Delaric says Bears will take Peter uh Skaronsky or Broderick Jones. Um I say they should take Jones. Well, I mean it just depends. I I mean you look at what's gonna be around them. I mean I mean the obvious pick is Paris Johnson from Ohio State. But I think you're gonna have you know, Broderick Jones is a guy that I probably would like a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just I don't know that you can go wrong if you're the Bears going offensive line. It's it's let's be honest, it's the right thing to do. I mean, guys like Jackson Smith and Jigba, um I mean Skaronsky from from Northwestern is a is a good tackle. I, I don't think he's Paris Jones. Why Johnson. are you
0: drafting guys? from Northwestern when you can draft guys from Georgia why and,
1: and I I just think that you you look at the skill set that Paris Johnson brings to the yard dude I don't know how you I don't know how you don't hit a home run with that guy yeah I mean again I mean,
0: it's it's this whole concept of uh, again not overcomplicating yeah, he's cause six this is, six
3: yeah
1: man. I mean
0: I I just why are we overcomplicating this hey Who's got the better, better football program? Who Who's the one that's constantly putting out big-time quarterbacks? Yeah, it's not Northwestern last time I checked, right? Like, in Georgia, offensive and defensive tackles are absolutely essential to what they do. And obviously, football games most of the time are one in the trenches. So, yeah, I'm taking the Georgia offensive tackle over a Northwestern offensive tackle.
1: I mean, he he is his, I mean, he's he benched 29. I mean, the guy's a monster. Yeah, The guy's a monster. He's long. He's athletic. He, he, he's the guy you're taking. They have a history of putting out elite tackles in that program at Ohio State. I mean, he, he is... I think he. if you're taking tackle, that's the guy you're taking. But this was the issue. This was the issue when you traded the number one pick and you went all the way from one to nine. Mm-hmm. Because the other question is... Nolan Smith is projected at the bottom of the first round now? I don't understand that at all. It, again, you got to go all in on the quarterback here. Justin Fields is your guy. You got, you This is a solid I'm a pitch. little
0: surprised they decided to go all in on him, if I'm being honest. I didn't it seemed like they weren't going to do
3: that.
1: Well, I am not a uh, I am not a Justin Fields guy. And hey, you know what? If that means I'm wrong or whatever, okay, cool. I I'm just not yeah. I'm not that guy. Like I I mean, you you have to, if you're gonna draft offensive line, you need to have somebody that played significant reps as a freshman or a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Paris Johnson covers that. He played in the national championship game. Like this guy has played in big games. He's grown. He's developed. He's a freak physically. He's he's the guy. He in yeah. my in my opinion, he's absolutely the guy. Yeah. Um, which is why you need to get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty. BuckedUp.com. Use the promo code Monty. Bucked Up is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Um, in the description of this uh, here podcast, there is a link to get yourself some free samples uh, from Bucked Up. Just click that link. Three, not one, not two, three free samples of your choice. By the way, you can pick any of the samples you want and a free shaker cup. I say it every day. It is the best shaker I have ever owned. Mm-hmm. I it, It's free. Go and get it any color combination you want three samples they'll ship them right to your front door hook it up use the link in the description below really helps the show out you know we've seen all of you guys pushing uh you know pictures to us of you drinking bucked up of you buying bucked up like we love that man and we really appreciate that you guys do that uh, because bucked Up's a great utah company they're a great local business they are entrepreneurs to the highest order awesome to see lopini katoa at the big 50 birthday bash representing bucked up the other night Hook it up. Go into any of their stores in Utah. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can of Bucked Up Energy. Tell me what Miami. Mango Tango's good. Miami is the you. clear winner. Bucked Up is their best flavor, in my opinion, is Miami. Yeah. Uh, but they'll give you a free can at any of their stores. You can get 20% off if you shop online. But right now, don't take my word for it. Just go hook it up with the three free samples. Yes. In the link below. You guys will love it. Um, how do you want to end the show today? Comments. Ooh, John, I like this. I still think whoever drafts Anthony Richardson should play him game one like Josh Allen. He's not going to learn holding a clipboard. I don't think he's better than Jameis Winston. I don't think he's better than Sam Darnold. I I think Richardson... Is an average quarterback in the NFL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He is he a physical freak? Yes, Jamarcus Russell was a physical freak. Is he ever Lamar Jackson? No, I don't think so. He doesn't run the way Lamar does. Yeah. I'm. I. Hey man, I hope yeah. I'm wrong.
0: I don't. I mean, you see put it. on a
1: show at the combine. That's why. He's, but, that's why he's getting drafted so high. But do you guys understand what the combine is? It's a test that you know the answers to before you ever take it. Yeah. And they give you three months to get ready for it. So Anthony Richardson knew the drills. He knew the routes. Mm. He knew the throws. He knew the broad jump, the high jump, he the vertical. He knew all of that. He had three months to get ready for it. If he didn't perform like that, what would you be saying? Not nice things. Not nice things. Like, you you would expect these guys, like the bench press. Parrish Johnson pushing 29 times, great, man. That's awesome, dude. You had three months to push 225, 29 times. What do you bet? I would expect you to do that. Yeah. Being impressive at the combine is not something special. It's a prerequisite. It's a prerequisite. By the way, where's the read the defense drill? By the way, where is the uh, the the film study? Where is the accuracy under pressure? Because those are all the issues he has. Yeah. Like, I just think.
0: Aren't those all the things that separate the average
1: ones from the great ones as
0: well? Yeah. Yet they're not included in the combine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right, D-Rock. Prepping for a test. I'm telling you, that's all it is. Yep. That is all it is, is prepping for a test. That's it. By the way, real quick. I want to play this Dana White bite. Hmm. Because I've been hanging on to this for like a week. You guys, Dana White, president of the UFC. Wife beater. Yeah. Let me ask you about this bite. When you hear Dana White talking about selective
2: outrage over the professional slapping league. The media has been incredible. The media has been incredible through this thing. It's like, um, if any of you saw the Chris rock special, that's out selective outrage. That what is. that's what's happened here with power slap selective outrage. Power slap has been around, uh, not power slap, but slapping has been around for 10 years, right? Logan Paul and Arnold Schwarzenegger, had a slap event unregulated, no medicals, no nothing, right? Nobody said boo. It wasn't one story written. We do the right things. We go for approval. We test, we invest millions of dollars in it into it. We make it safe. We go through the Nevada State Athletic Commission, and everybody is outraged. This is disgusting. This should never happen. Selective outrage. I love the media. You guys have helped me build this thing into a monster over the last eight weeks. I just want to thank you all, especially the New York Times. You guys are amazing. Do you buy it?
1: That it's the media? Yeah, that it's selective outrage that essentially got the professional slapping league canceled.
0: No. You know what I buy? That it's outrage that you started a slapping league after you slapped your wife around.
1: (laughs) Wow. So you just went right in. You didn't even wait. No. No, because I'm not not giving the guy a break. No, I did, but I don't. I think he absolutely did that. But that's to me, that's the part of this story that's so interesting, right? Like that's the part of this story that's so interesting.
0: He's skipping over the the meat of it. He he. he, You want to? You you're trying to sit here and say, oh, the media did this, the media did that. Yet you're not talking about the fact that you're precisely the reason the media is giving this attention at all right like it would it wouldn't be it'd be a non-story frankly however sad this is it'd be a non-story if you just slapped your wife around and then it disappeared non-story yeah nobody cares we see this all the time but it's a story because two weeks later after you were done crying about you know "Well, well I shouldn't be suspended or whatever like, after you were done dealing with that, you started promoting a professional slapping league. Like, it, it's, it's amazing it's to me. It's a problem.
1: It's amazing it's to me, dude. Breaking news out of the NBA, Adrian Wojnarowski. This is a big one. And I'm curious what you guys think about this um, story that uh, Adrian Wojnarowski Reporting from Tim McMahon at ESPN, Memphis Grizzlies guard Ja Morant has entered a counseling program in Florida there remains no timetable for his return to active play. Hmm. How does that hit you?
0: Uh that Taylor Jenkins should have said that instead of saying there's internal discussions happening and Jaw's involved. What the hell does that even mean, dude? Like why don't you just say, hey, yeah, there's no timetable for his return. Uh, you know, Jaw's entering a, a counseling program and working on himself and program and we have to we have to figure out how to win ball games without him at this time. And hopefully, hopefully, you know. Ja works on himself and can come back a, a more you know i i would say mature and complete person and if that happens and and at that time we will get back to what we were doing
1: i think this is this is a big deal because if he truly checked himself into a program what is the program designed to do What know, is like, he? What is he
0: dealing with? What? What is the? What is the essence? What is the point? What? What was the program built on? What does the course look like? Are we? Are we? Are we doing? Is this an alcoholism based program? Is this a behavioral based program? Because is like, alcoholism
1: you know I mean? is part of this whole thing with John Moran. Hundred percent. I don't know how many people recognize that, but he has a problem with personal responsibility. And the guy that I think has been so interesting on this is Jalen Rose. Because Jalen Rose said the other day, I was Ja Morant. I had people trying to kill me. I did not take my life seriously. Like, he talked about all of this, man. Mm -hmm. And he's like, nobody teaches you how to change your life like this. And I think that's a really good point. I think Ja doesn't have anybody to mentor him. Yeah, And now all of a sudden, he's got all these people trying to mentor him. And I'm curious. I think he makes it back. I think he'll be fine. But he checked himself into a treatment center.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's life, though. Like this is this is what nobody wants to talk about. Nobody teaches you how to do your taxes. Nobody teaches you how to run a business. Nobody teaches you how to you know you know handle what, whatever situation in life you want to yeah. you want to point to. Nobody teaches us any of that. You teach me how to you know, write an algorithm. You teach me how to do fractions. You teach me how to use an isosceles triangle to solve cancer. But you don't want to teach me the core fundamentals of life. And, and it's always been something that I think is a massive issue. And then we're somehow surprised when there's pictures that come out of a young black kid from South Carolina who is an incredible athlete, uh, a gifted, gifted basketball player, we're all surprised and in shock when the guy is drunk with strippers and a gun. Why are we surprised? The guy doesn't have structure. The guy doesn't have a no man. Who's like, saying no to him? Yeah, like nobody, nobody, nobody's saying, oh yeah, jaw. hey, by the way, dude, by the way, probably shouldn't be playing pickup with a 17-year-old on a concrete floor when you're an NBA superstar and probably shouldn't be brandishing a gun because you were pissed about the pickup game or whatever. His like,
1: season should probably be over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think we're talking about, we're talking about life. We're not talking about. You know, like this Powerade thing, if you're just tuning into the show we talked about it earlier, Powerade has not launched with John Morant. Yeah. He was supposedly the new face of Powerade. Mm-hmm. And they built a program around him. They had a contract they were about to launch, and then all this hit, and they haven't launched. Yeah. Their and, their, their comment was, you're going to wait a couple weeks, and we'll see. Yeah. By the way, everybody's in on your triangle references. Jake Callahan, um, whoa. What happened to our... Our feed here, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, But Jake Callahan says, uh, Jake sure lost those isosceles triangles or loves those isosceles triangles. Did we turn off, Jake? Apparently, we turned off. We're working on it. Jake is working on it. Or so he says. So you can probably still hear us. But um, it's all, (laughs) Kurt Peters says, it's all about the obtuse triangles, Jake. Yeah, right now, by the way, the show has entered the Aaron Rodgers Darkness Retreat. We wanted to experience it for ourselves just to kind of see, you know, what happened. And, uh, hey, there we go. Good to see you, Jake. You know, Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, uh, your video went all isosceles. Mike P says no video. Yeah, thanks. Uh, D Rock Irish says pay your electric bills. Is that what? Oh, we didn't pay the electric bill. Damn. Um, Jorge says Monty in the dark. Exactly. Smells funny in here, San Diego State says. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean,
0: dude? Like, are we not plugged in? Yeah, we are plugged in. I don't know. It just, we've,
1: I yeah, I don't know. Well, haywire and stuff, yeah. yo. So there you go. Um, I think listen, I think this John Morant thing's a big deal. Mm-hmm. By the way, can we talk about the Lakers to end the show? Sure. Are the Lakers gonna make
0: the playoffs or no. not? No. Nope. Can't lose to the Knicks. That's a game you can't lose. See, but it's again, unacceptable.
1: Why do you slander because the Knicks? It's
0: at home, it's unacceptable, Anthony Davis to be one of five from the line. And I think he was like wow. two of thirteen from the field. Bro, it's unacceptable. The Knicks are a legitimate team. I'm not it's not about the Knicks.
2: Yes, it it's is. Not. Well, last night it was. It's not
0: about the Knicks. The Knicks should have never been in that ball game. The Lakers are are, are in a position where they need to win almost every game to make the playoffs. But you
1: understand the Knicks are 40 and 31. I understand that. I
0: understand that. You want to give the Knicks a bunch of credit. They want a road yes, game, they, they deserve credit. I'm not giving them that credit when it's at crypto and Anthony Davis is supposed to be a franchise player and Anthony Davis is supposed to be the savior of the Los Angeles Lakers cuz for once in his freaking life LeBron James is hurt and you're losing to the Knicks at home and and by the way that little keep away game they played with you so that you couldn't follow him was embarrassing
1: yeah that was embarrassing he had and 17 points in 16 that's boards. not good enough 33 from you, D'Lo you, okay. 10 from Malik threes Anthony Davis is supposed to be Joel
0: Embiid good can, can we Do we he all is. agree with that? He is. Well, he wasn't last night. 17 and 16 is not all good enough, one dude. Four of 1 for 3,
1: 8 of 18. Uh, I like, mean, yeah, he not. did not have a great game. Like, he needs to be... 1 of 5 from the stripe. Like,
0: I expect 30 and 15 from Anthony Davis. Oh, come on. That's what I expect. You can't
1: expect 30 and 15 Well, do we Well, do we expect that
0: from Joel? Yeah. Right? Nope. Like, doesn't Joel put up 25, 30 points a night? Usually he finds himself, like, 12, 15 boards. Like, that's, like... Anthony Davis gets the same caliber of reps? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too harsh. Spangler
1: says Anthony Davis cost me a lot of money last night.
0: Yeah. I Like, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you traded. Like, let's not forget. I feel like Anthony Davis gets a free pass. Oh, well. You didn't get a
1: free pass.
0: And, dude, you traded the farm to get Anthony Davis. It's not good enough to be 17 and sixteen against the Knicks at home and lose at but this stage of the season. Dude. I'm not
1: trying. You're putting me in a spot to defend Anthony Davis, which I don't want to be. You did win a championship with him, and the guys you traded. Bi has been Brandon Ingram's been okay for New Orleans. He's hurt a lot. Lonzo Ball's career is essentially over at this moment. Mm-hmm. Josh Hart's the guy that you're like. Okay, you'd like to have that guy. But Kyle Kuzma was the mistake. You mm-hmm. probably should have kept BI and traded Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so we could go back, but they won a championship. Yeah.
0: I'm not cutting the guy slack. Yeah. LeBron James has carried that team through everything. Anthony Davis has been Mr. Injury Report. Yeah. And the one time Bron's hurt and Anthony's got to carry the team, he can't do it.
1: I'm just telling you that you got to get the shade off the Knicks, dude. They're 40. What are they? I think the Knicks are, are 40 and 31. They're 40 and 31, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good, that's a good daggone team. Right. And you're like, no, no, bro. The Knicks right now are gonna, 40 and 30, nine and a you half. You know why,
0: dude? You know why? Why? And I know you hate this. They're mm-hmm. going to go out in the first round. They are. We mm-hmm. know that, like, they are. And then we're going to say, wow, they, they won. What did you say? They're a 41 team right now. So, forty and 30. hey, they won 48 games in the regular season, let's say. Let's say they win eight more mm-hmm. the rest of the way. Hey, you had a hell of a regular season. But what does it mean if you go out in the first round? That's where I'm at with
1: the Knicks. Yeah, man, I'm with you.
0: And I and and I want them to be better. I would love to say, hey, yeah, you know what? You won 48 games. You won a first-round series with ease. Like you, you know how you know how those good teams handle the first round. They roll out. Yeah. They win. You know, freaking four-one or whatever. Or you know, they just roll that first series and make it look easy. And then you know, once you lose in the second round or that get gets tough. Okay, cool. You had a good season. You just got beat by a better team. Whatever. But when you lose in the first round, I can't I can't I just can't get on board. I if they win a series this year, get to the second round, then I'll say, Okay, yeah, you had a good year. But I need to see Julius not lose his cool like he did last night. I need to see this team put it together in big moments, in big games. That's what I
1: need. D Rock, uh, final comment of the show. Another great show. Love to hear a cross section of sports. I don't usually get on other shows. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you, D Rock. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Three Power Hour today. Uh, as always, this mm-hmm. show is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, TheAdvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. Go get your free samples in the description below. Uh, from Bucked Up Energy three free samples a free shaker use the link in the description below God bless our friends at Barbecue Pit Stop BBQPitStop.com until tomorrow say goodbye Jake goodbye Jake